All right, welcome to the Whiplash, TBHBL Whiplash. We're back with another podcast. We've got a couple of tracks for you to play. Lots of stuff, lots of stuff to talk about. Some strong opinions going to be shared. Um, headline, uh, headliners, nope. announcements, the same again. Every time a podcast comes around, it's like so-and-so festival is announced. So we're going through some of that as well, uh, as well as just albums and singles that have come or what come around that we reviewed and checked out, as well as um, a couple of other things like we're going to talk about uh, top 10, well, not top 10, but 10 albums that were either interested or looking forward to next year or that's caught our ears kind of thing, yep. amongst others. But as always, uh, we'll start with a track before I actually get to the track. We are, of course, Games, Brains, The Headbanging Life, gbhbl.com. Go to the site, check us out. Uh, we're across all the social media. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Tumblr, on YouTube, where you find our videos, um, uh, this podcast on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Have I forgotten any? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think actually that was uh, probably the first time you got them all in one Yeah, day. I think that is actually normal. I forget Congratulations Tumblr, to Carl. Yay. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to start off with a track. We're going to start off with um, a track from a band called Winter Dream. Winter Dream was born in 2016 from the desire to make music strongly characterised by incisive melodies, heavy sounds and epic orchestral arrangements that only symphonic metal can evoke. This is effectively the work of just one person. His name is Christian D. Benedito. And it's truly staggering that he's able to do all of this. Every bit of symphonic releases you could hope for. Winter Dreams Inner Lands, the name of the album, is six tracks of bombastic and epic sounding orchestral metal. It's immediately easy to draw massive distinctions to the bands that sit at the top of the genre, the likes of Nightwish and Within Temptation. This is the title track Winter Dream, and the album is out now. <laughs>
Really good song, actually. I am. Um, I'm not obviously a. I'm not a fan of symphonic metal most of the time, so I kind yeah. of went in this one with a whole. You know, it, it's normally. I could almost, if you said to me, "Here's a symphonic metal album," I, I'm not almost always going to go. Yeah, I'd probably already be if I had a seven out of ten, a six or a seven out of ten. <laughs> you know, because it's symphonic metal. But this is the second album this year that's come along in that vein that I think's really up, stepped it up, particularly like when challenging the big boys. One obviously was Iona, Iona. And Close. <laughs> huh? yeah, I can't. I can. I, it, I, it's five it's, letters. I know. It's, it's five right. letters. Here's an one. It's Aonia, isn't it? Because it's got the I A. Yeah, I, I'm. I have to, I'm, but yeah. I'm, so, 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 is this female vocals? Uh yes, female vocals, but like not all the time. A lot of it's just music. Um, like get you know, yeah. So, but yeah, it's really, really good. A really good album. That song, I really, really liked. I was really impressed by it. Cool. Mm. I don't mind a bit of symphonic metal. It's just that, you know, like the big boys, we say the Night Wishes with M Temptations and so on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the I think as well, it's, it's the mix sometimes. I like, um, you know, the the bands that maybe use symphonic elements. Yes. Rather than being a straight up symphonic, straight up. you know. Yeah, I get that. I get Even that. like your, your bottoms, your children of bottoms and stuff like that. You yeah. Know, a bit of keys. Yeah, just a little bit of extra, you know, Have chuck this keys. in. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we're going to fly through some newsy bits. I mean... Is you know, it's mainly stuff that's grabbed their attention. Now, have you seen or been paying attention to what's been going on in the Creeper camp? I, I know the um rumor that they've apparently split up, didn't they announce it live on a yeah, or live on, 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 on stage, stage yeah. on the London show? I don't know, I, I mean, I only read that like a kind of second hand, mm. you know what I mean? I didn't, I, obviously, I wasn't there, yeah. Um, I you, you know, I'm not a massive Creeper fan, of course. So it, I, I'm not following them. Do you know what I mean? I'm not like looking out for news on them. Yeah, that's it true. It caught my eye when I was looking through. I can't remember. I was looking through a different another, another website, and it caught my eye as like an art. You were on another website. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got to go on there to plagiarize um, the material for our website. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I remember I caught caught the article out of my head, and I did think at the time I was like, oh, I can't be upset. But then I didn't know how how much there was to it. Like I was actually going to ask you anyway, but you brought it up. So like whether. Uh, is it for real? Well, is here's it? the thing. It's um, they've gone quiet, dead. Like they might as well have disappeared off the face of the planet. Right. But this is not the first time they've done this. So here's the interesting thing. So I found out my. So I am a creeper fan. Um, for a long time, I wasn't sure if I was. Uh, I think if you go back to one of the earliest podcasts, you'll hear me my internal debate on whether or not I really, really like them. Oh, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. yeah, and eventually I settled after the album came out, Eternity in Your Arms. I was like, you know what? This is a good band. Yeah. This is a good band. And um, I went to see them live uh, Electric Borum, uh, took my son, and uh, it was it was really good. And we saw them at Shepherd's Bush Empire, and they were really good there. And it came around this show, and it was one, like, it was one random London date. And I remember thinking, it's a bit weird. Maybe it's like the last, you know, last of this album cycle. The albums, <clears throat> they've, they've toured the hell out of this album. Yeah. Um, but I thought, you know what, I've seen them twice quite recently, I'll give it a miss. I so regret that now. Part of the reason was as well as the Coco, and I really, really don't like that venue, yeah. so I would not choose to go there, and it's got a good reason. But um, yeah, so my son messaged me and said, oh, Creeper split up. I was like, I'm, I was actually lying in bed, and I was kind of like, what? So I quickly went to Twitter and all that, and it was kind of going. So at the end of the show, they basically all came out and they said, that basically uh, that this is that this is it we're finished and so on and uh, they played a video that showed like the highlights of their career and yep. stuff like that or the, the to date and uh, they all laid down their jackets in the middle of the of the um the stage that got my that got me that got me right away I went hmm do you do you do that if you're planning the clothes do you go that far 
Now, since then, um, since then, I think everyone's pretty much come around to the idea is what they've done is similar to what they did when they first announced, uh, well, leading up to this album. So this album was based around a, a real life character, a man, a um, a prop, uh, what did we call it? A who hunts ghosts, looks for ghosts, oh, right. a paranormal a, investigator. investigator yeah. yeah, I can't remember his name, but the story's really fascinating and um, how basically he disappeared off the face of the earth. Right. So that's actually what the album story oh, is right, about. Right. They use his character. Um, his character is that he's the man in the front cover um, and so on. What it looks like now, more likely, is this was just the end of that cycle, ending this part of Creeper. Right. And that's what it is. Because also, I've been told that after the show, a different shirt appeared in the merch. Okay. Relating to this well, well, disappearance. Kind of I I, what I don't know, and I don't know if you know or not, mm. is... What was the actual line that the band said on stage? Because that will probably tell you a lot. I mean, did they come out and say, this is our last ever show, we are splitting up? Or did they come out and say, this is the end, thank you for being there? Because that's a different thing, do you know what I mean? There was some, no, it was, it was, I, I, I know the quote, what they said, it was, you've said half of right, it was um, something about, um, it wasn't, don't think the word split was used, but yeah. I think it was about it. About an end, yeah. Like, what, this is the end of, end of Creeper as you know it, or something like yeah. that. And then um, it snowballed into, yeah. Not they split up, but it's have they split up? Because I, I, I think even the article that I saw, it, it wasn't confirming they split. It was the creeper just split up. That's that's very much what everyone was like. Yeah, because if you go to any of the social media should, stuff, it goes now, to show that, like, um, you know, even for these other websites or whoever it may be, like you've done a little bit of research and found out that actually this might not be yeah. a brand new thing to creeper doing something like yeah, this. yeah. So you know, do your research, people. Yeah, it's interesting. It sounds very much based on what you said so far. No, keeping in mind that I know nothing about the band other than that I know you like them I know their album I know you reviewed it positively I know mm. you've seen them live as well haven't yeah. you um, you know it, it sounds pretty clear that this is this nowhere near a split up it's just it's a, it's a, it's a non-story almost it almost is yeah I mean cause it's I, a clever thing for them to do because yeah. what it has done is at the point when they've toured the album to death and they're done with that album and they're probably going to do whatever they do next and start writing something new or whatever they've managed to squeeze out one last big chunk of publicity out of it yeah so why the hell not you know fair play to them <laughs> yeah because this show I believe would have just passed and been yeah. like okay it just called creep out. they would have disappeared for maybe I don't know say a year 18 months yeah and then we might have heard all of the creeper single coming out yeah you know but in this way it's like I guess they started it with a bang and they've gone out with a bang yep leave people guessing it's a, it's it's good <clears throat> it's good marketing I don't yeah. mind that I'm intrigued by it because it's like I said it's not uh brand new to what they do yeah right talking about marketing now i wondered if we should talk about this because i haven't enjoyed a lot of the coverage this week um over this because i actually think it's got too much coverage right but you must know about it as well but talk about marketing um have you heard anything when paying attention to this threaten oh i know yeah story. i know loads about threatening <laughs> you know loads yeah right i, I mean I'm, i've got there's nothing controversial in what i'm about to say okay at all because i think everybody believed it right first of all little bit of me is kind of like respect for tricking everybody mm -hmm. that's essentially what you've done um the other side of it is is that it's not cool well there are actual legit bands out there trying to do this shit for real what you've just done is now made everyone second guess every booking they make yep. from smaller bands in the future yep you've essentially added a layer of admin to every bloody booking <laughs> thing which is probably going to take more money out of the band to pay for all the new checks and everything that they want to do and yeah, so it's not cool, mm. but the biggest thing that isn't cool about it, which I think you're probably going to agree with and might have even been leading into, is why the fuck are we all still talking about it? Yeah. You know, I mean, it isn't, it's now become almost like a diary entry where every day, three, maybe four times a day, there's an update on, update yep. on. 
I mean, this is essentially hit whatever they were attempting to do, threaten. It's still happening. Yeah. Because they're still getting the publicity. They're still getting the marketing. Did you, you see the latest? It's like, stop it. Uh, I've seen... I'm not sure if this is the same latest. I've seen the one today where his brother has spoken out. Oh, he's also spoken out. Um, and you know, himself. You, you know who his brother is? Um, I don't know his brother's name, but he's from Die Antichrist. Okay, no, no. So his I brother didn't, is. Yeah. His, his brother from Die Antichrist has now spoken <clears throat> out about it. Okay. Um, which I thought was quite interesting, purely because it's it's obviously a musical family, uh, yeah. and he's got one brother who's doing it legitimately yeah 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 one who's almost tried to i i did read a sort of quote but um yeah the actual guy um he came out today uh, as well and uh said uh basically that haha fooled you all it was all about marketing yeah which um which it, if that's the case he's fucking smashed it in a I way mean, you know yeah i'm not saying that he's going to lead on to bigger things for him because yeah. i don't think it will i think it will leave a sour taste in most people's mouth especially the people that booked him. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and the venues. I, the think, venues. That, I think there's a lot of people that are not going to be like, oh, well done, mate, very clever. Anyway, now you want to come legitimately. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then they're going to be a little bit like, fuck you. Yeah, you're never getting to play this you venue know? again. <laughs> and I, and I, would, to, you know, I kind of agree with them on that, yeah. to be honest with you. However, if he did it to purely get the band's name out there, it's been absolutely successful because just, even th- even though we're, you know we're we're not exactly bloody covering this stuff and like pushing out because out on the website, no. But we, we're, it's enough for us to want to talk about it. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So, I did really, like I said, I considered should I really be talking about it if I'm complaining about the fact that it's got too much coverage. But I figured we haven't mentioned it once in the site. No, and we at won't. All. We won't. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it's quite likely that at some point, if they start releasing new music, it may fall in, under our radar and we'll check it out. I don't think uh, this happening means I'm not going to ever check them out. If it turns out they're good, who knows? Maybe in 10 years' time I'll be at a threatening gig. But right yeah, now... Yeah, yeah, further down the line. Right now, I'm just like... I'm, I'm very surprised by what I, what the aim of it really was because marketing alone doesn't really... That's, not, that's just a fucking... That's a phrase. It doesn't really mean anything. I did it for marketing. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean anything, no, does it? It just means that you've got a you shitload know? of clicks for a day and then yeah, tomorrow exactly. you're gone. So, but secondly, it's just where, where, where they go from here because, you know, genuinely marketing is done to push something and the end of that marketing is to leave a positive outcome for the product or whatever. Yeah. For this, there's no positive outcome for him in this. I'm struggling to see what the positive outcome is. A lot of people seem pissed off with him. The best I could say is he, people might be curious. Uh, yeah. Do you know, curious like if he, music. it depends where he goes as well with it. I guess he could go like down the whole anti kind of, I'm a bad guy sort of thing. Mm. Uh, and, and you know really push it come out and be abusive and like everything like that like he turned <laughs> heel in wrestling you yeah, turned you know heel I mean? because that's like a, that sort of shit gets cult following do you know what I mean yeah 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 people yeah, will, they'll go, yeah I'm like threatened too fuck the industry fuck the man yeah 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 <laughs> do you know fuck what I mean? the venue's charging yeah. this much and so yeah, on yeah I like what he did do you know what I mean so you could I don't know he could play it a certain way <laughs> but it, it, the, probably the most interesting thing that I've read about the whole thing of it was simply the fact that not not the article but the fact that I now know that his brother is in the Antichrist mm. which are a solid band <laughs> but, yeah. like, you know and I was like wow okay so it's not like some dude like sitting alone in his basement who's gone like let's see if I can trick everyone I mean there is it from a proper musical band he's looking at I mean was it potentially jealousy uh, you know was he watching his brother kind of you know reaching Get, yeah uh, uh, you know it's still it's, it's kind of like black and death metal you know at the end of the day so it's not like it's he's selling out fucking arenas or anything like that. no no but you even know, like in London it was the underworld you know yeah. um, I mean the only other thing I would say in it is like what, where is the due diligence on these fucking booking agents and venues like what? I don't understand how 
I can understand one or two people getting taken in by it, a story. I get that. But it was a lot of mm. people, a lot of people who had never seen the band play. You know, I can't, I can't understand why they booked why they booked it. Well, I know there was an elaborate story, an elaborate record label, everything like that, right? But since it's come out, many, many websites have done research into it and very, very quickly found how fake it all was. How come they didn't find out stuff like well, that? Well, I first? presume because ultimately, if he paid the original, like whatever the original costs were, right, so on, I mean, ultimately, that, yeah, I mean, why would you then proceed to start where, looking deeper that's where into I the get fan confused base? By it and I don't want to, like, you know, I'm never going to accuse anyone of being, like, nuts or something like that, but why would you pay out money to book yourself to play at a venue when you know you ain't got fans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what does that do? It doesn't give you any benefit. Was it if I build it, they will come like that crap? But why would they? I mean, there's, there's no like you, you know, you using your own head. If you're in a band and you're like, I really want to play a gig, but currently I've got three fans. I know if I pay them a grand, book that venue out, you're not gonna in your head think people are gonna come. No, no they're not no. gonna. That's not how music people, works. People come because they know you and like you. They yeah, don't come just for a twenty quid ticket just to check it out. A band there was no one walking past the underworld on that night and going, ah, oh, let me just pop in there. Mm. I mean, as well, like that's the other thing that really puzzled me was like, why the underworld? Like, why not like one of the freebie ones like ones that like the yeah, death like, yeah exactly yeah uh, something like that why the underworld where Which, like and that sort of thing play. would make, make sense wouldn't it because you can play in the dev yeah and even if you've got no fans the chances are there's going to be a handful of people in there drinking that you're going to at least hear your music yeah 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 so I get the sense in something like that that's, a, that's marketing that's that's yeah yeah because yeah, that, that may sense. leave you with a few new fans yep booking yourself into proper venues where proper people venues. aren't in there unless they've paid money for a ticket to come and see you it makes no sense. And that's where I, I, I start questioning. I think, I can't see a lo- logical reason for doing this unless you're fucking loopy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh. But, but there you go. Who knows? We, we probably still don't know the whole story. I do, frankly, well, we will anyway now, but I do also think that other people now, like, stop giving him publicity because he hasn't done anything to earn it. If you want to give people publicity... Check out our website for a lot of these smaller bands that can yeah. do with the publicity. Well, yeah. Rather we'll be... than doing five articles a day on Threaten, why not do five articles a day on somebody new who's just released a cracking new album? Only because uh, we don't cover news in the site. That's no. kind of why we've been, we were lucky, you know. But ultimately, I imagine it's drawn a lot of clicks for the, um, yeah, yeah. For the newsies. And if you, you know, if we did news, it is currently metal news. Yeah. So maybe we, we would have. We might have done. I don't think we would have done it to the extent of where it is getting like daily coverage, daily coverage, yep. daily coverage. I think it's the sort of thing that the way that we cover things is like we might have put it out that this has happened. Yeah. And that would probably have been it done and dusted, to be honest. True. You know, so there you go. Yeah. So you're excited for uh, moving on from Threaten uh, onto another pile of shit. Um, <laughs> you're excited for a new Lip Biscuit album because they're oh, going in the studio this I week. I mean, talking about people giving undeserving bands coverage. <laughs> Because this is getting press, isn't it? I know they're yeah. a name. Don't get me wrong. I'm That's not an it. idiot. I know they're a big name. I don't care that they're recording a new album. That's the truth of it. Mm. I really don't. It will come out. It will bypass me. I, me or you, we'll probably review it. Of purely course, because, yeah. Well, not because we want to... It's unlikely we're going to enjoy it. We know I'm, that going into it. However, yeah. We, we'll be fair. There might be a track or two on there. You go, That's not too Very, bad. very likely, I would think, yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's enough it's, metal it's, influence it's, in the band yeah. to make it worthwhile. Um, Limb Biscuit were a part of a part of my life, and just like that part of the life was a phase, yeah, um, which was a new metal kind of era. Yeah, um, when that phase died, 
Limp Bizkit died with them. To, to, to me, you know, I didn't listen to... I haven't listened to a Limp Bizkit song in over a decade. Do you Not me- even by accident, you know? Um, oh, uh, uh, The one he did was done a few years ago with the little fella, Little Wayne, I think it was. Oh, right. I know, I know of the song, but I've never heard that um, song. Was, uh, I absolutely hated it. Like, that was my last step. And before that, um, I, mean, I always remember the song that made me go, I'm done with Limp Bizkit. Like, not that I was ever a big fan either, but um, the cover of Behind Blue Eyes... That's probably you know, that and is I, probably the last song of theirs that I ever heard. Yeah, was, um, yeah. <laughs> I fucking hated it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like it. I don't hate it as much as like you seem to. <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I don't think it's a great cover or anything like that. But I don't mind it. I think I was stung because it was used um, for the movie Gothica, mm-hmm. which starred Halle Berry, and I remember that, that again. I'm bitter about that film as well because I had a lot of hope for that film, and I really didn't like it either. And it was over promised, and it was used in that film that didn't right, help. So and I tainted it before you even. Well, no, because yeah. I don't think it was used in the film. I think it might have been used at the end credit, right, okay. so I wouldn't have known it. But I remember the video for Behind Blue Eyes. Yeah, I remember the prison, prison cell. cell yeah. yeah, that's right. And she's there. And I don't know, Fred Durst's voice singing like that doesn't yeah. really do it for me. Because here's the thing, like, if I have enough beer on me and um, I'm in a club and something like... Um, Break stuff. No, like... Um, rolling. No, not rolling. No. <laughs> um, that song. Um, although I have done the rolling yeah, hand everyone, thing. everyone's done I, that. I, when I saw them at Downer. Have you done it while driving? Play the song while driving. <laughs> it's really um, hard unless you're on a very strange road where you can keep turning left and right. But yeah, like, you know, the heavier Limp Bizkit st- stuff, I, I, you know, enough drinking me, I'll probably enjoy it enough because normally those songs are so throwaway and straightforward. My generation, is it? Yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. Even like the Mission Impossible, which I, again, it's a song a I really don't like. It's Jitter Generation. Jitter Generation. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, that's what, no, no, no. There was a couple of, you know, like, I genuinely, I'm not lying when I say that, I don't think I have a single Limp Bizkit song, even from the past, in my music catalogue on my phone or anything like that, you know. The truth of it is, is that there is so much good music that I listen to these days. Um, that I think if it even came on by accident on a shuffle or something, it'd be an instant skip. Skip because you want to get to something you know, you even if there were a couple of songs that I used to enjoy or anything like that. You're absolutely right. If you're in a club, there are probably a couple of songs that would make me go, "Oh shit, yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah. Know, like silly ones like the the cover of um, Faith. No, uh, if you're drunk in a club, no. But you that... notice that everything that we're saying, the only time we'd be happy to listen to Limp Bizkit is when we're out of our face. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then we're like, yeah, then we might, <laughs> you know. And I know, like, obviously. I don't know. The, 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 I would say I probably listen to Fred Durst more these days if he's on some of the songs where he used to feature, like on a Soulfly track or on. A, oh, right. A yeah, yeah, of course. Track, yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So occasionally like, he'll come up on some of them. You know, but aside from that, um, yeah, it'll come out. It'll we probably care, be basically. a massive headliner at download next year. Uh, to be honest, if the new album's out for that time next year, and, it, and maybe not a headline, but but it'll be a sub, yeah, like, he'll be uh, yeah. he'll be out on the touring circuit, yeah. Then, so you know, expect, oh, expect to see Limp Bizkit at a lot of festivals next year. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, Download sorry, Reading sorry. Leeds. Not next year. Twenty twenty. Twenty. Well, I don't know when the album's coming out. That's the thing. Well, if they're in the studio this week, you got to presume. Yeah. So summer yeah. next year. Yeah. Sorry. So so the the, the following yeah, download the, potentially. Or, yeah, that makes sense. We're talking about as long as um, you, Machine Head aren't under them. Well, yeah, we're doing Machine <laughs> Do Festivals. Yeah. Um, well, you 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 almost segued it. Talking about download headliners. Yeah. Uh, 20, uh, 2019, Slipknot's one of them. Uh, we're going to talk about All Out Life, the single they released um, a couple of, well, about a week ago. Yeah. Um, came out of nowhere, which is always a nice surprise. 
Yeah, it's, it's quite a decent track, actually. I quite liked it. Same here. I was yeah. quite pleased by it. Um, I haven't actually watched the video for it. I know it came out with a video, but I haven't seen the video. I've only, ever, I've only listened to the audio on it. I, I watched the video once, but it wasn't really... Uh, it's like it, 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 The video reminded me of like old school Slipknot right. kind of thing. Like um, I quite liked it as a track. I didn't listen to it and be instantly blown away, like as in... Oh shit! This is the best Slipknot song I've ever heard. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, you know, but I listened to it and I was like, "Yeah, that's quite a good song. I quite enjoyed that." Yep. You know, that, that's kind of what it was. It, I, I don't want to downplay it because it was good. You know, it wasn't like um, you know, that thing that say the first time you ever heard the first Slipknot album. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I mean, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like that, or like you know, uh, I don't know, even 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 Iowa or something like that. It didn't. I mean, was this this was the song that a lot of people were saying was the heaviest Slipknot song ever? Or like uh, equating to like the first, yeah. um, the first, not the um, the the self titled album. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think it's pleasing because it's definitely a heavy track. You yeah, know, like it's not. Oh, we're gonna say it's really really heavy, and then we bring it out. It's like Stone Sour or something like that. Oh, it, yeah. it was a heavy track. It's very Slipknot. It did. I I I, I also felt it kind of. It was a little kind of older sounding, however, not like as exciting as they were, I guess, when they first came out. But maybe that's just natural because time has passed, you know. I suspect so. I mean, what you've said, I pretty much agree with everything you said. It didn't blow me away. I've not had it on repeat. I've maybe listened to it a couple more times just to get an idea of it. Um, but yeah, I, I, but I thought it was good. And I was like, oh yeah, that's that, that's the kind of slip that I enjoy. Yeah, but, no, absolutely, yeah. But yeah, you mentioned like the the self-titled album, like it, um, you know, I think like yeah, like in Iowa and even parts of like um, Volume Three, yeah. Subliminal Verses, and so on. And like obviously, it's just one song from an album, but um, it's like I'd, I'd I'd wait and see. I don't trust Slipknot. I would be very surprised. I mean, what what right? What you're gonna? I I believe you're gonna get from this Slipknot album is gonna be a mixture. Of what you've heard with uh, All Out Life, yep, and also the from the um, the grey chapter, grey chapter, where it kind of has more stone sour elements in it. Yep, I think you're not. I don't think you're going to get a thirteen track track like All Out Life on it. You know, I think you'll find quite a mix of music in there, which is fine because that's what bands do these days. I think it's a good indication. It's a good start. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see that the next single is extremely different to this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, like a, yeah, a bit more clean. True thing and stuff like that a bit more. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. Maybe it'll come out with like a 13, 14 track just out of that. Well, these Slipknot trainers well and truly I don't think that's what they now. are now. Do you know what I mean? I don't think that's what they are. It's not about Corey or Change or anything. I think every band becomes this at some point. Mm-hmm. Stone Sour is as much part of Corey Taylor now as Slipknot is. Yeah. It's not a side project at all in any oh, way. Oh God, no. It's yeah. a fully fledged band of its own. So Corey, I, I imagine whenever Corey sits down to write, very hard to separate yourself and say no, no that's my core that's my that's my stone sour core yeah it's just what you write so Be you're going to find the two merging at some point you might find the stone sour song that has a little bit heavier yeah yeah so that you, or, think, or, you know and uh, yeah and like we did with the slipknot songs you might find a couple that are moving a little bit into that realm yeah so i don't mean it as a negative to them i think it's a natural thing to happen you know yeah i agree i agree that's what it is so but yeah good song good song i'm looking forward to hearing some more absolutely yeah it's yeah it's a no-brainer for coverage yeah. so yeah talking about no-brainers this doesn't really work as a segue nah, no but brainer. i'm always trying to segue it <laughs> yeah <clears throat> right so you uh man of war um have now said have now said hey we're gonna come up we're gonna grace the uk shores with yeah. a gig or two gigs next year yeah. and randomly chose two nights in birmingham just birmingham yeah two nights one night after the other and then hilariously because i don't know where the well actually i will get under who i blame for this but i don't know where the fuck they get off thinking they can charge these prices for a fucking 
Academy. Yeah. It's an academy in Birmingham and tickets with fees are nearly a hundred pounds. That's with fees. But yes, so it's mainly that and what the yeah. hell are what on earth does that band think who do they think they are? Well we know who the the thing is uh well one, I don't know any for a fact I've heard for many, many years now that man of war are a problem with what they think they're worth. Yeah. Um I think this is just like the evidence of all those all, rumors. Yeah. <laughs> to a degree. Um I know that they're a popular band in some circles, but I don't know if they're this popular. No way. To, to, to you know, sell out two nights at a place at that price. Mm. I really don't. Um, I kind of hope it flops for them. A little bit of me does, because I really want to see a couple of these bands that try and rip everybody off with extortionate prices for it to just go tits up. So yeah. The, so the next one who comes along to do it thinks twice. Yeah, yeah. Thinks, thinks actually, you know, it was a disaster the last time. So maybe we'll have to be a bit more reasonable. Yeah. The worst thing that can happen from this is that they sell out both nights, everyone pays the money. Yep. And then the next wave of bands that come along and go, well, £100 for an academy is now an okay price to charge. That's it, yeah. You know what I mean? These are the shit that's telling. I mean, they're not Metallica. I'm not saying that Metallica should do it either, but they're not Metallica. Yeah, but Metallica are asking less. They're asking for less for in arenas. Stadium. Yeah, in stadiums. In a fucking stadium, you know? Now, I, don't get me wrong, I think an uh, academy is better than a stadium, but. For the prices, we're talking about a Ramstein and Milton Keynes, Milton Keynes yeah. Stadium, MK Don's Stadium, is cheaper than yeah. Man of War. I'm, am I wrong to, in thinking that this was headlined a title as their last ever? UK you are correct. Show? Yep. Do you think that's any bearing on the reason they're charging so much? No, because um, again, what you said, it's common knowledge that Man of War are think they are basically the dog's bollocks. And I'm going to get onto what I said at the start of this little bit. Uh, do you know who I blame for that? I blame metal fans. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going like, to name one person. I was like, no, I name? blame metal fans or a lot of metal fans in general who have been saying for far too long and it seems to be a split circle Man of War are great and they're great fun live and stuff like this. And I think that's also helped them inflate the ego where they believe, oh, well, people say we're great and we're this and all that. And it's like, I am like, what the fuck? How? I, I'm not, I don't even like the band. I don't get, I've never understood the popularity of them. And weirdly enough, the reaction across social media to these ticket prices has been nothing but negative. Yeah. And it makes you go, well, why have you all been saying we really want Man of War to play? And now it's suddenly like, they're like, okay, we'll play. We want this much. Yeah. And you're all like, oh, no, that's that's too much. Like, which is it? That's what puzzles me in that one. But yeah, metal fans in general, for years and years, I've been hearing about how they should headline Bloodstock and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it's like, well, you've got your you've got your wish. You travel to Birmingham and you can pay nearly £100 with fees to see them live next year. And now yeah. suddenly you're all like, oh no, no, yeah. no, no, no. You know? Yeah. Find it frustrating. No, no. But at least with these dates, I think they're in April or maybe May, at least with these dates, we um, can be confident that it's not Bloodstock related. Because they're not coming over in fucking April or May, wherever it is, so they yeah. come back four months later. Yeah. Um, so that's one plus. Right, we're going to play another track now. Clawing their way through the Indian underground, Empyrean blasts forth with a whirlwind of fire and brimstone. The Horde was conceptualized in early 2015 by BR and AJN, Salish K and Clint SS. Joined soon after, after AVS completed the lineup in June 2015. Influenced by 80s and early 90s thrash and death metal processed through early black metal sensibilities. They intended to deliver nothing short of loud, savage and profane metal. They've already earned a strong following in the local underground after playing a few shows in India. Empyrean are now about to reveal their debut EP Fireborn worldwide on CD via Cyclopean Eye Productions. This is the title track Fireborn from that EP out on December 
first.
That was a mouthful, wasn't it? I just, you know, I, I can't copy these parts yeah. um, from the press releases. And normally I, I read them and think, that sounds yeah. too stupid. That sounds a bit silly. But this one I didn't. Correctly, yeah, you know, yeah. Sort of thing. Why the, didn't you put any full stops in? Yeah, yeah. Like, my, just... my readability is on. Like, uh, <laughs> your sentences have got 4,000 words in each one. <laughs> right, well, we're going to f- go through... Um, some of the oh, basically festival announcements, uh, but we're going to start with one that we we actually meant to talk about on the last podcast, yes, but we forgot. We did. So we're going to do it now. Um, I'm going to let Brendan talk. <laughs> okay, so this is Metal to the Masses, which we all know by now is a kind of Bloodstock ran, not so much Bloodstock ran as I thought it was originally. Yeah, the kind of Bloodstock ran, or at least uh, Bloodstock formed an idea where. Um, Bands from around the country, local bands, unsigned bands, get an opportunity to play at Bloodstock. And this year, there wasn't one last year, but this year there will be mm. one in Essex, which we at GBHBL are sponsoring. Yep. Um, very proud to be doing so. Very. Um, there's only so much that we can kind of give away at this point. You know, there are multiple heats coming up early next year in February. Um, a fifth heat just been added due to a huge amount of bands and a huge amount of top quality bands that has applied um, enough so that it was like we're actually we're going to have to put another heat on here this, which is fantastic Fan, yeah um, I think all the band applications are in we'll be announcing the first bands that are playing at heat one within probably within the next week or two so we get that out uh, it's all being held at the Bull in Colchester um, which I think their music side of their boozer is called the Sound House yeah um, but it's actually within the bull in Colchester. So, yeah, anyone from Essex, basically get involved, get down there, support your local bands, get one of them to Bloodstock. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, the whole thing overall as well is beginning to sort of take take shape a bit more now as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a few. Um, I think um, the London one actually has uh, its first heat coming up this month. Yeah, it's quite soon, um, yeah. Or, or maybe very, very early next month. So, yeah, you guys, there's, there's heats are starting to take place or, or preparing to your commentaries seeing the bands coming out people are talking about it a little bit yeah um and like i said you know for us we're very much all over the essex one this year yep we're sponsoring it um just yeah it's, it's exciting for us because it's what we kind of want to be involved in absolutely you know, we be putting something back into the metal community and to help a band get there yeah and then we'll be there and we'll go and watch them and it'll be awesome to think that we had even the slightest little bit of hand in getting these guys up on that stage. We've, uh, yeah, what we want to do. It's not a, it's not a. Oh look, we're going to make any money out of this. It's not for that whatsoever. It's God no. GBHBL fans of metal. Let's put something back into metal. Well, yeah. When the word sponsor comes up, it's because obviously we, yeah. with you know, we've assisted with money in that sense. That's why uh, names being attached to it in such a way, you know. But yeah. Brennan's exactly right. I mean, he couldn't have put it any better. I was fucking trying to listen while Google something else on my phone <laughs> at the same fucking time. But yeah, he basically summed up it. It's possibly... I just want it. I cannot wait for 2019. It sounds stupid to be wishing my life away, but like 2019 at the moment, like the way it's lining up and the plans and the ideas and the things we're going to be involved in and stuff like that, leading towards uh, Bloodstock again, whereas Bloodstock 2019 is now as well. Yeah. Got to be a much bigger affair for us personally. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it, it started with just me and my wife and then... Uh, Brendan and his wife uh, came uh, what two years now? This will be a third yeah. year. I mean, we we've been we came down before, didn't we? For a for day. day, but the weekend. Um, but yeah, and then we we basically got a very very young kid, so we kind of didn't come for a couple of years then, 
and this will be the third one coming up that we've been there yeah. consistently so and there's no, there's no plans in our heads of not being there do you know what I mean it's like we're the third into however many years exactly like, yeah. I live for yeah until, <laughs> you're, there, until you're physically <clears throat> unable to actually yeah. get there we've got yeah. a few other friends coming with us this time around yeah so we're spreading the message well yeah yeah and that's right yeah, people are basically we're through the podcast but also through when you're seeing people we're talking about it enough that they're like we want to be involved in this yeah. we want to come we want to come which is cool yeah you know mm. but yeah so, so yeah, basically, Metal to the Masses at Essex keep your eyes on the Facebook page um, you can get on there like it keep up with the updates we'll be announcing bands very very soon um, all taking place in Colchester most important thing though is having fans come down yeah. and throw some support behind the band because that's how it's judged yeah yeah. there are judges there but it's a 50-50 split between the judges that are there and the crowd so if you have a band or you have friends and if you're in a band that's playing yeah. and you've got an army of friends gotta get them down there yeah. to get them to fucking cheer for you yeah, yeah to get yourself through those heats into the semis into the final and then eventually august yeah and you'll be you know, in your car blood. recording your little youtube videos of you driving to play at bloodstock festival yeah i mean if you're in a band that's got to be the dream isn't it? well yeah every time we've spoken <clears> to bands when we spoke to bands this year at bloodstock um 2018 uh most said the exact same thing it's like the biggest stage i did an interview with barbarian hermit recently and um, through skype and they, they, it was you know the Bloodstock they played, which was this year, yeah. um, was the biggest show they've ever played. Yeah. So it is that you know, um, yeah. And you hear a lot of positives as well from some of the bands that we know well enough um, of uh, of who've played the new Blood stage previously, and that it isn't just a oh it's a one off great event. It has platformed them onto other yeah. things. It is working. Yeah. You know, so you'll get there. You'll, you know, you'll hopefully put on a good show, mm-hmm. and it doesn't then stop. You know, it's a, it's like if you're in a band, you've done quite well, but you want to kick on to the next level. This is a, it's a, yeah. there's no better opportunity to be honest than to get yourself into these contests, get yourself into the final. Um, even if you don't get through, I think a lot of them are said to us. You meet so many people, so many contacts, networking, so yeah. many friends. You get to play to so many people, even just being in the heats. Yeah, you know, it's absolutely worthwhile. And you should always bear this in mind as well. Even though you don't win, if you don't win. Bloodstock haven't been known yes. to like certain bands so much <clears throat> about food on performances and all that that they give them slots yeah. on things like the Jägermeister stage anyway. There yeah. are always a couple. So, you know, give it your all, basically. Yeah, what yeah. you got to lose. Yeah, exactly. What have you got to lose? Nothing. Right. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the festivals. Festivals, right. So have we actually talked about Rambling Man at any stage on this podcast? I cannot remember if we discussed Foreigner. We, we, we didn't, no, we didn't discuss the fact that Foreigner had been announced. Right. I think the only time they've come up is when we talked about um, Scorpions, and I said that, I thought that, for me, they were a bit more of a Rambling Man band. Well, and that yeah. that was literally about as much as we've done on Rambling Man. Okay, well, we've got a couple of things then to go through on Rambling Man, starting with, well, Foreigner being the first headliner. Yeah, Thoughts? I mean, I, was, I thought it was quite a good catch for them. It's yeah. a good name, mm-hmm. to be honest for you, with you. Um, it's not enough for me to go, shit, I've got to be there. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and that, that, it's the same as Scorpions for me to a degree. It's like, oh, I think I know a couple of their hits. You know, that's really what it it's is. It's the same thing, really. Um, um, but, you know, for the size of what Rambling Man is, the scale of Rambling Man, I thought it was a good name. And it seemed to have got quite a lot of positive feedback from the people that are on their Facebook page and everything like that. So it's one of those it's a good start for them I mean you, we talked about people that are slow at announcing Man. Rambling Man are terrible. Fucking terrible, it. isn't it? They've got to be possibly the worst at it actually that I've ever heard yeah you know this this is one band so far that's been announced and uh, how many you know you look at the Bloodstock are particularly slow at it and we've already got like 9 or 10 for them yep and we think they're slow 
for Rambo Man who have only just announced like the oh no sorry two now isn't there there's a second one as there's well. a couple now there's a three yeah the, um, Rambo, uh, Foreigner was announced like a month and a half ago yeah and they flies when you're having fun <laughs> um, the second one was uh, it's for the blues stage so like it's uh, you know if it, it, that's your jam but it's a woman called Beth Hart Beth Hart yeah now I have never heard of this person no so I, I haven't know. either I, I did look into who she was because I, I thought potentially that you know it was maybe a woman from a band like do you know what I mean like a oh I don't know who Beth Hart is but maybe she was in this band like, yeah. oh shit okay but I, yeah, I didn't know who she was when I looked into her. I know that she's a very, very, very famous singer-songwriter. Yeah, yeah. Seems to have been a big get. Um, yeah, it's bypassed me completely. It's not something you're going to care about. Um, I know that. Um, what, what I thought was quite funny was I, 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 just, I remember this announcement actually. And um, when they announced it, they they before they did, they did a cryptic video. That's right. And they put it up. Now this been. I I, look, I watched the video and yeah. I was like, yeah, no fucking clue. I started <laughs> thinking like L.A. Guns. Yeah, like I had no idea whatsoever. Everyone else in the comment knew it instantly. Really? Yeah. There was like a coffee, something else, something else, and they went, that's oh, Beth And I was just like, everyone. <laughs> Fantastic. So, I mean, for, you definitely got us, Rambling Man, but you're going to have to work on those cryptic clues a little bit because I didn't read, no one bar me seemed to not get it. Everyone was like, that's oh, definitely Beth definitely Beth It's not that fucking cryptic then, is it? You know, <laughs> when I looked into it, and like, there's a reason, because like, she always teams up with this other guy. I can't remember what his name is. Mm. It's like a, a lot of her albums, it's her and him. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, and one of their, their massive album together was called Coffee and something. So everyone saw this. They saw more than they saw a record being played, which apparently is one of the songs. And then uh, then there was Black, then it zooms in on Black Coffee. And then that was it. Everyone was just, yep. See, 100 I, people within seconds. Better. I, I never got to the coffee part, but that yeah. I would have just been like, <sighs> Something related to Twin Peaks, <laughs> you know? And then like a week later, they were like, it's Beth Hart. And they were like, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got that one already from the video. But yeah, they also announced two more bands on the oh, 7th. I, I didn't know. Yeah, 7th November. And it's for the prog side of things. Uh, one I'm actually quite pleased by. It's Anathema. Right. And the other is Pain of Salvation. I don't know who they I are. I don't know who they are, but they're both um, from the side of, what's it called? Um, they're, they're sort of build them as prog bands yeah. the pro- I think they have a, uh, either a prog stage or um... they, yeah they have previously haven't they so um, yeah I mean that's that, that's like I mean it's not a bad way to announce so they, they put out a, a rock band a couple prog bands and a blues band yeah so you know that should please fans of multi-genre I guess yeah I mean it's it makes it four bands in total um, yeah. one of which I'd like to see an anathema um, the other I don't know Beth Hart couldn't care less about and Foreigner if I was there yeah absolutely you, yeah you're going to catch it wouldn't you yeah so why not not a terrible start particularly yeah. as I am here's the thing though I, I, I am in a position next year where I will be able to go to one day for Rambling Man for yeah. sure um, without having to get any time off work which would be the Sunday so, I, so it depends how they laid them out yeah so basically Foreigner or Sunday aren't they um, I don't know if they had days. I don't know if they had days yet. I, I thought they were Sunday. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I've, I've, I've gone off it now anyway to the next one anyway. Talking of which, going to go the opposite, complete opposite scale of music. <coughs> but Incineration Festival and made their first three and that band announcements. Now, Incineration Festival, if you don't know, is a London-only um, all-day now. It used to be two days. It used to be spread across more venues. But I, I, I'm going to presume they realised too much, scale it back. And next year it's just one day, which um, is no bad thing. I think it's smarter. And the three venues it's spread across, I absolutely love as well. It's the Black Heart, all in Camden. The Black Heart, the Underworld, and the Electric Ballroom. So basically for different tiers of different level of bands, you know, if they're small and no one really knows them, they're going to be Black Heart. Yeah. Middle, Underworld, Headliners, Electric Ballroom. 
And they basically announced, uh, I think they announced um, their three bi- the three big bands, really. Uh, Mayhem, doing their only uh, UK exclusive show. Well, in fact, all UK exclusives. Uh, Mayhem, Carpathian Forest, and Asphyx. Um, I actually don't know Asphyx at all. Nope. But um, obviously Mayhem and Carpathian Forest, mm-hmm. uh, very, very, very familiar with. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts on this? The, I guess, Incineration Fest. I've never been. I've, I've never been to it either, which is, I guess, kind of strange considering where we live. Yep. Um, I've never, to be honest, it's never massively appealed to me before because I'm not sure how I feel about the multi-venue thing. Mm. Although, I do, I, you know, the fact that it's scaled back, I like the idea, that's fine, I can deal with that because all three venues are relatively together. It's almost like a triangle, isn't it? Yeah. I mean? It's like walking outside to get to your next room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Great for a vape. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Whereas, like you said previously, the idea of kind of being up there, it, I always was it just kind of came across strange to me, you know, like go and check that band out, leave that show, go and find your way to the next place. And I always felt it was kind of weird. Well, I think um, last year it was the Dome and the Boston Music Room that was spread across, yeah. which considering one's up, one's down, you know, that made sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea of that. I don't, I honestly, the thing with this, it's, it's strange because it's, it's technically a festival. But it, it doesn't feel like a festival. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. feel like a festival at all because it's Camden and a couple of like local venues. And everything well, I just like almost that. see it like an old. It's just an old day now, you know. Yeah. Um. It, it's still attached. It's called Incineration Fest, doesn't you know? Which obviously is short for festival. I mean, band wise, I think it'd be cool as fuck to see Mayhem and Carpathian Forest. Yeah. And I also don't know who Aspects are, but I'm guessing that they're a worthy booking because um they've kind of been announced alongside oh, alongside those... Forest and Mayhem. You know? Yeah. So perhaps I should know who they are. I think so. Yeah, it's one of those where um, it's like I probably should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd be interested. I want, I want to see who else gets announced for it. Really, that's really what it is. I'd like to see who else gets announced for it. If it was like a, you know, a night and it was like a fifteen quid, twenty quid show, and I was going to see Mayhem supported by Carpathian Forest, I think that would be worthwhile. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Money. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a, that's a good show. I'd be well up for that. Doing an all dayer. I need to know that there are bands there for me all day. Yep. Uh, Fair point. Yep. It's, yeah, not, it's not like we're, you know, at a festival where we're just going to chill and get our beers from the tent. That's the difference with it. Yep. It's costing, you're in, you can go to the pub. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can go and do some shopping at Camden Market or, yeah. or whatever <laughs> strange it is. But if you've got to be there an all day, you want to be able to go like, you want, you want to have a, a, a cup, I'm not saying a band every fucking half hour, but you want to have some spread out throughout the day. Yeah. You want to be up there all like, you know, waiting for the end of the day so that you can see Carpathian Forest yeah. and Mayhem so yeah I mean I, I'm, I'm watching it I am keeping an eye on it I'm hoping to see you know another good five or six bands announced there as well so it's like that's a worthy all day event for me yeah that's Do fair I mean? yeah I mean I agree it's um, I, I, I bought my I bought my tickets because I've always wanted to do an incineration fest um, and this next 2019's one it's finally falling not just on um time when I'm actually off without having the book any time off but also it's like my wedding anniversary so you know what a better way to kind of fucking spend um, that uh, yeah and for, I think tickets are like 49.80 or yeah. 49.50 so it's not unreasonable but yeah no, I mean, it's we're not, paying it, that for it, three yeah. bands it's unreasonable if that was do- yeah so that's what I'm saying and there yeah. won't be there's going to be a lot more there and it doesn't necessarily have to be bands that are known because like you know sometimes like we know it's better to find bands you haven't known that's right yeah that. but 50 quid for a ticket at the end of the day I'd like, you know, I'd like another two two bands at least there. Yeah, yeah. I would really love to see them. I'm so confident. So four, I'm... four bands that I'd love to see and then a, then a load of bands I don't even know. That's great. Yep. All right, well, we will um, watch that space. We'll be yeah, definitely be and, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right, last uh, last um, announcement we're going to talk about, and we're coming back to the favourites because yeah. every podcast, happily, they keep giving us new bands. Yeah. And Bloodstock made the latest announcement, and it was a good one, a very good one. A, 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 well, not wouldn't necessarily say varied, but one that's um, debatable on certain points. Right, so we're going to go through the four bands. Yeah, four bands that were announced in the latest one. If you want to see our thoughts on the others, go back and watch the podcast. Sorry, I'm not we're going through them all. Yeah. Um, Code Orange making their Bloodstock debut on Saturday on a Ronnie James Dio main stage. Thoughts on Code Orange? Not overly fussed, mm. to be honest with you. Um, I'm guessing they're going to be on reasonably early. I don't think, you know. I reckon, mate, yeah, I wouldn't say they'll be on the first band, no, no, but no, it no, might be like, like a, in the first one, two o'clock, that kind of thing, yeah. You know. It's on, based on the last fest blood stops that we've been to. I'm kind of, I'm already aware it's unlikely we'll probably catch them anyway. Yeah. Because that kind of time is very much if it's new blood time and mm-hmm. you know, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, probably catch a track or two while walking past, and like we always say, if you like it, we'll stop and watch. Yep. You know that's it. I'm not overly familiar with them. I'm not overly fussed about them being there. I know they're popular. Yes, so very I know, popular. I know, you know, it was a good announcement for a lot of people, so that's good. Yeah, um, well, I am very familiar. I reviewed the uh, latest DP and the album beforehand. Now, uh, I'm not calling out a site uh, or a, a, a magazine, but I suspect you're all going to know which one I'm talking about by saying this. But basically, Cold Orange are and have been for a while this particular product, this magazine slash website, Baby. All right. Where they can do no wrong. And they made me believe, uh, like many in the world, that, that Cold Orange were the next coming the next coming of metalcore, hardcore, and so on. I've listened to Cold Orange. I don't think they're shit. Let me get this straight. I think they're good. But they are not fucking great. They're not great. And I really... You know, we're scratching your head. And, like, the biggest thing about Legacy People was they had Corey Taylor guesting on it, which should give you a clue of their kind of yeah, impact. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, it's good. But, like, I'm not hearing anything that's blowing me away. And I know I realise each phone and so on. But, like... I'm being told that this is the second coming of like metalcore and oh my god, Cold Orange are like the best thing ever and you should, you know, and all that. And I'm like, yeah, they're good. That's where it ends. Mm. So them being at Bloodstock is a no, nothing to me, really. Do I think they're maybe weird at Bloodstock? In the sense that like where people go, oh, they're more of a download band. They need to, those people need to remember that um, we've had these styles of bands before. Cold Orange yeah. are fine. It's not people like, oh, it's going to attract the wrong crowd. No one is going to buy a Bloodstock ticket for Cold Orange. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one's going, oh, yeah, I'm going to go Bloodstock, buy a ticket because I want to see Cold Orange, and then I'm going to get in that pit, and I'm going to windmill, and my legs are going to be kicking out, like, you know, that stupid shit. That's what people worry about. It's like, don't. That's so silly. I think they'll do fine. I think chances are they'll bring their heaviest shit they've got, but then they are really, really heavy anyway. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's not nothing that wows me. It's like, oh, cool. If if, if I've got nothing else going on, which is going to be, as Brendan said, very unlikely. Yeah. Um, then I'll check him out. Skeleton Witch. <laughs> um, again, I, I know they're a popular band. I know they are. Mm. I'm not overly fussed about Skeleton Witch. Okay. To be honest, I've never seen them. Mm. Um, what, what stage are they on? Oh, uh, they are on uh, main stage Saturday. Again, I'll probably check them out if I can. They don't instantly jump. They didn't instantly jump out to me. It's like yes, skeleton. No, yeah, that's you know I mean? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, um, uh, do you know what I mean? There's, I don't want to be down on. I know a lot of people like will like again be over the moon that they're there. 
and that's great. I'm not sad that they're there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a metal band. You're happy it's with like, that. Okay, that's cool. It's a name I know. I probably know a couple of tracks. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I probably do. So, okay, cool. If I can catch them, I will. Well, it'll be interesting because I will be seeing Skeleton Witch at the beginning of December. Although we didn't actually buy tickets for Skeleton Witch, if that makes sense. Right. We bought them for the support band. Okay. And it was like, oh, that's cool. We're just get Mantar. Oh, right, yeah. Um, who are like brilliant and still one we should not have missed at 2018 but hey what are you going to do mm-hmm. um but yeah so skeleton witch actually headlining that show so i'll get a better idea of whether or not i'm like because i know i'm skeleton witch yeah yeah but yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it's for but me he, it's like yeah i'm trying to i'm like rattling through my brain thinking like what's the style what's the genre do you know Step what i mean like it, so. yeah like uh do I know any, anything from them? Would I, you be able to I name must, a track? <laughs> no, not right now, I wouldn't, but I'm sure I must know stuff by them because I know them instantly. It's not like I'm sitting there. Like, you know, you're not struggling to think who Skeleton and which are. It's not that. I'm just, yeah. You're just not familiar enough with them, basically. Yeah. Right, I'm going to skip the next one because that's probably the biggest talking point. I'm going to go to uh, Elvutier. 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 Ah, yeah. They're, um, they're, they're selfie stage headliners mm. on the Sunday night, which I was really happy with. Yeah. Position-wise. Um, Band-wise, I know so little of them. Um, a symphonic-y kind of band, I believe. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I thought like I was going to say symphonic kind of that whole one. Um, you know when they bracket like symphonic slash power slash folk. Like, you know, right. Sort of yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm always completely fine with Bloodstock bringing in a bit more folk and stuff like that. Yep. You know, like, I'm I'm fine with that. So it's cool. The yep. timing that they're on. It's probably unlikely we'll see them. Dead, it's true. Uh, to be totally honest yeah. with you. Um, so, you know, if, if we are still there, great. If, if we're not, we're not. That's it. It's simple as that. Because um, you know, I'm not fussed about them. Them being like the last band on a Sunday night where I'm rarely, I'm normally leaving the festival at that point. It's mm-hmm. like, well, okay. I don't really, you know, I'm not really bothered by you anyway. No, nah, no, nah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right, the last one. And the reason why I left at the end is Rotting Christ. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not genuinely out of the, when they announced these, I, I, I'll be honest when they announced these four bands I was completely okay with all four yep. while not being uh, oh yes they're the ones I've got to see mm-hmm. the Rotten Christ are, are, are obviously a fucking massive name yep. and I have never seen them yep. so there's every possibility I'm going to try to go out of my way to at least catch a bit of their show oh you don't know the very important part where I purposely left it for this reason and the whole right so let you're gonna get. You will get to see them. Hundred percent. Nothing will clash. All right. Okay. Because the reason being is because. So right. Quick history. Uh, a couple of years ago, I saw. Um, oh yeah. Rotten I can't Cri- know where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> Ron Christ played Bloodstock. Uh, they clashed with a band I was desperate to see. I can't remember who it was. So I only saw one song of Rotten Christ, which is Nay Zigmar. I think it is of the uh, new latest album, which is a fucking banger. I remember standing and thinking this is awesome, but I need to go see so on. So I'm really chuffed about Drawn Christ. It's my first opportunity to really see them. And I'm de- you're all, you were all going to see them, provided you're there Thursday, because they're the Thursday night headliner. Yeah. And that's where I went, huh? I remember messaging my wife going, they played main stage and now they're headlining Thursday night. I mean, is that a step up for Bloodstock or is that a step down for Rotten Christ? Do you know what I mean? Like, everyone's going to be there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... I don't know. It's, where, how, where were they on the main stage? They were on about half I mean, one. Yeah, because to me, headlining the Thursday, head, but just simply the fact that you're headlining something, yep. you're the main focal point of that day, Yeah, is a step up at being any point on any stage 
unless you're like headline there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you were headline on the main stage and then you went down to headline on Thursday, that's a step down. That's a step down, I, yeah. To me, I'd see this as a step up. I think a band would prefer to be the last one on on a Thursday night, you know, playing to dedicated attention, you know, because like you said, there's no other bands playing, mm. than to be on in the broad day at half one where people are all milling about, you know, and all these other bands are playing at the same time. I think it's a... a I genuinely think any band that can get a slot on the first day at Bloodstock or any other festival that has a day like that, oh, it's the perfect way. Yeah. Everyone's going to come watch you. Everyone. There's no half people going to watch another band, half people coming here. Do you know what I mean? I think it's a great place to be. Yeah, I mean, uh, on the fact that you literally, ev- everyone in theory will be watching you, that's kind of the biggest thing. But yeah, I just was generally like, wow, okay, cool. Except for the weirdos who stay at the tent. What yeah. is all that about? <laughs> Thursday pace. night, you're at a metal <clears throat> festival, the bands are playing, and you've decided, I'm just going to hang up my tent tonight. Probably trying to pace themselves, maybe? Yeah, maybe, but pace yourself by having a water while watching the band. That's fair enough, fair enough. Well, one of the things that uh, right, we're going to go on to now, continue with Bloodstock, though, because you know we're Bloodstock obsessed, basically. Yep. Because um, we go there. In, it's what it, we know. Yeah, there's one headliner now missing. One headliner, and it's a bit of a... Everyone's... If you go online, the amount of predictions and stuff I'm like that. To cover my notes. Um, Keep them a surprise. <clears throat> prediction, predictions and stuff like that that uh, could be or couldn't be and so on. And there's a Bloodstock announcement on the 20th of November. You sh- you'll be listening to this before then, so in case that headliner is part of that announcement. Yeah. Um, it could very well be. Yeah, we thought we'd better get this out quick. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we thought we'd run off five names each that we think, like serious ones as well, no oh. joke ones here. You went joke. No, well, I, I didn't go joke. I think one of them I'm, I'm stretching. Or oh, one of them I'm stretching. But I have a reason for why <clears throat> it could possibly happen. Same here. Right. I have a reason as well for okay. the one I'm stretching. But the other four I reckon are... You watch me come out with the exact same five here. There's a very possibility because <laughs> I really thought like, okay, what about this? What about that? What about this? And so yeah. on. And I mean, yeah. have you done them in an order? Or mm. is it just you're just going to do a band each? And then... just, yeah, just, just five. Right, let's do it then. Go Beat on. Them. Right, so my first one is Behemoth. Uh, okay, I've got Behemoth as well. Yeah. Seems um... I think they're quite likely, but also I'm completely happy with it. <clears throat> uh, I think I think with the other headliners, it would be a welcome. It's kind of weird because like uh, you know usually you have a welcome respite from the heaviness. Yep. But actually, I think it would be a welcome respite from the cleaner stuff. Yep. I, 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 yeah, the God. Oh my God, what's the name of the album? I'm doing the single. Is the single was God equals dog? Their singles or something. I can't remember. That. Well, anyway, they, I loved you at your darkest. I loved you at your darkest. I mean, it's a cracking <clears> album. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd be very, very happy. And like you said, there's a chance. Right. To add some fun to this, while while was uh, I have to give a counter argument as to why they won't. Okay. Right. Because I some of mine will be easy on that one, but yeah. I, I have I have Behemoth as well. So right. um, and I also think there's a they're likely the headline um uh. Their London, their, their, their shows are kind of next year, but I think they're probably reaching a stage where it'd be okay to be announced for Bloodstock. And the fact that they subbed headlined previously says that they're probably time with yeah, a new album yeah. to headline. However, the counter argument to them not headlining is this Bloodstock only do one new band headlining a year, and we've yeah. got Sabaton. Yeah. So two. That's quite possible. Yeah, no, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's possible they won't. But I do think there's a chance. Yes. I, you know, I think actually out of my list, they're the most likely. Yes. Uh, to be honest with you. I, I would say, I would agree, you know, most likely are mine as and well. I, I, and I kind of get the feeling that a lot of people on the, the forums and websites and that would welcome... I think it'd be fine. Uh, you know, I think yeah. a lot of people are... I think people, give us something black. Yeah, I think, think everyone would just be like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's we'll, good. We'll that's good. That. Yeah. All right. Um, right. Demi Borgia. 
Okay, I, have them? I haven't got them on my right. list. Uh, purely because um, they're, we, we need something heavier. Um, their, their UK tour is about to hit. Um, and after that, like yeah. the 20th of November, if that's part of the announcement, would make sense because they're unlikely to sell many I wouldn't tickets. be surprised. I, I actually, my, my only counter-argument to that is mm. that um, they played there before, haven't yep. they? And they didn't go down well at And they all, did not headline even close to yeah. headlining. Um, they are a big band. Arguably on a par with Behemoth in terms of size. Yep. To be honest with you. And musically, when you listen to them on a record, whether you like the new stuff or not, you can see a headline show in it. Yep. You know, because it's a little bit cleaner almost. Yeah, yeah but they've got some elements. But symphonic. it's not been a very well-received new album. Nope. Uh, you know, and I, I think I reviewed it, and I, I was like, it confused. It's, it's a confusing album. Yep. So... Yeah, completely relevant. I guess my argument against them would probably be that apparently not massively popular at Bloodstock after previous performances. So I'll tell you about our previous performance, folks. Uh, basically, they had massive sound issues involving, uh, I believe it was a click track the drummer needed. Right. Um, so basically, for I think they were on for 40, 45 minutes. They maybe played 20 minutes in the end. Yeah. And that was it. It Which did not go not down even, well. may not be their fault, but that's still, that's not, you know, it's always going to leave a bad taste. Here's the thing. Um, I actually have a counter argument to myself as well. Um, it's really simple. I don't think they're big enough to headline. I don't think the new album has pushed them. And I think the fact that their UK shows are co-headline tours. Yeah. Co-headline says a lot. And they still haven't sold at the Roundhouse. You yeah. can still get tickets standing. So, yeah, that's not a headliner. Yeah, no, agreed. <clears throat> Maybe a Sophie stage headliner or something like yeah, that. But yeah, yeah. Not a main stage headliner. Yeah. All right. Dark Tranquility. <laughs> Yeah, that's stretching it. Well, this isn't my stretching one. It has to be. No, the headlining. I actually think Dark Tranquility are more than big enough to do it. Mm. Uh, they sell out. Uh, the problem with Dark Tranquility is, is that they don't do the UK very often. They haven't been booked over here very often. They have been booked over here before, but European-wise, one of those bands are like, um, you know, Vault Beats and stuff like that. You go to see Dark Tranquility in Europe, you're going to a sold-out show, yep. guaranteed, yep. every time, and it'll be big venues. Mm-hmm. It won't be 300 people, it'll be 3,000. Yep. Um, they've got plenty of back catalogue. The most recent album, Atoma, it's great. was... I, think, I, don't, I don't think anyone reviewed it negatively. They are touring. Um, they've been announced for many of the European festivals next year. I don't know if Bloodstock would book them as a headliner. That's the truth. I don't. But I do think they're a reasonable possibility. I hope they are. <laughs> I'd, hope, I'd love that. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I think they're fantastic. I really do. I would um, happily have them there. Um, I agree with you on that front. Um, I think they'd make a great selfie stage headliner, actually. Um, but the kind of argument is is what you said already. Yeah. You literally... Yeah, I'm, yeah I, I'm arguing against myself when I'm saying it. I'm, I believe they could do it. I don't think it would go down badly if they were booked. Yeah. That's the truth of it. Um, I believe they're capable of doing it. Um, but at the same time, I'm not sure that Bloodstock will book them. That's the truth of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, well, my next one is uh, Lamb of God. And I've chosen Lamb of God because um, they've headlined Bloodstock previously. Uh, next year, they will probably have a new album out. Um, ultimately, they were main support to the Slayer shows and stuff like that. Um, they would be a controversial one. I think a lot of people wouldn't be happy about it. Um, but there would be many people who would. Um, but the fact they've headlined Bloodstock before way before and they yeah. probably weren't as big then uh, as they might be considered now yeah yeah simple as that yeah yours are definitely more realistic than mine <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get silly okay cool um <clears throat> parkway drive 
That well, I know go, they would be controversial. That would go down like a lead balloon. However, you'd be surprised how many people are completely up for the idea again in the forums and stuff like that that mention it. Or at the I, fest, I, not as a headliner. No, uh, that's probably, I'm not sure if they... I don't think they'd book them full stop. No, I don't think they'll... That's the thing. I don't think they'll book them well, I'd, I'd be happy, but not... I would, I'd actually be unhappy with Parkway Drive as a headliner. No, I'd be happy. No, not as a headliner. No. Get more fire than you did. <laughs> Get more fire. Now, like a... I guess I probably approach this list slightly differently in like five bands that I'd be pretty cool with, with if they booked. I I, I like Parkway Drive. Um, so I, I. I think they are probably more of a download band generally. Yeah. However, we're gonna see them in February. How the fuck do we need them at that Bloodstock a few months later? Yeah, but you can see them in February and you're completely blown away. You're gonna. Let's see, you you might have Dimmu Borgia or Parkway Drive on the. Yeah, actually, <laughs> actually, uh, as a choice, I, mean? I love Dimmu Borgia. I really do. Um. But I'd rather park with drivers headliners, uh, yeah, in that sense. But yeah, that'd be that would be incredible if it was. It'd be, it'd be incredibly controversial, massively. It would. But don't think. I, I, one thing I'm absolutely sure of, even though I haven't. Well, we have seen them live, but we only saw a little snippet. Yeah. Is is that they would put on one hell of a fucking show. Yeah. I'm convinced that they have enough in their arsenal to headline a festival like Bloodstock, whether or not they get an opportunity this year, anyway. I don't think they have enough to headline a dome mode. That's the thing. Yeah. They're not they're not Slayer or Metallica or, or, or Def Leppard or whoever. Yeah, know. yeah. They're not that size. And actually, scale size. Not to forget the music about that for a second. Yeah, scale. Bloodstock is probably the perfect for them to come on, do an hour and a bit, with all the show that they now do and everything like that, and actually smash it. I, okay. But whether or not they would, people see them as a musical fit or not is the, is, is the contentious bit. It is. Yeah, but then we, you know, we can't be. Oh, it's okay to have, I don't know, Code Orange and, um, this random folk band over here. You know, like it, it is branching out. Yeah, you got fucking Scorpions. Mm. They're Scorp. Parkway Drive aren't heavy enough for Bloodstock, but Scorpions. Do you know what I mean? It's that weird. Yeah. Third thing. They are a metal band, whether people like it or not. They are a metal band. And yeah. Bloodstock's a metal festival. It's, uh, yeah, it's... Um, I don't think Bloodstock would be brave enough to... But that's the truth. I don't think they would. Not on a... Maybe they would, maybe in a couple of years' time, on the new band. Yeah. The Friday or whatever. Do you know what I mean? The Sabaton. But not I don't think, this year. I don't think they book them this year when they've got Sabaton. And Scorpions. And, and Scorpions. I think... And that's why I'm very much thinking it's going to be, end up being like a behemoth or someone like that in the middle. Yes. Um, I agree with you in that one. I expecting uh, what you just said. You you summed up brilliantly there. Where it's realistic to expect a traditional bloodstocky band, yeah. in, um, not traditional early days. We're talking like traditional in the metal side of things, yeah. um, or something that no one expected. Which is my next one. Something oh, okay. that would be an incredible get for them. Which I can tell you now isn't going to happen. But I was like, huh, Ramstein, right. Um, yeah, if you listen to this, you already went, don't be an idiot. I know, I know. But when you stop to think of my life, well, okay, the MK stuff wasn't unreasonable. So how much do you ask? And it bring a hell of a show. It would be an incredible get for Bloodstock. See, I, and it I, would create... No, yeah, no, yeah. I, I find the idea of Ramstein, Ramstein Stein being there more contentious to me personally than Parkway Drive. You would there. love it. Oh, I'm, not, I'm sure I would. I'm aware they put on a huge show. I, you know I'm not a massive fan of the music. I'm yep. not. That's, that's a fact. Yep. I know a fair bit of their music and I like a, a bit of it. I don't hate Ramstein. 
I know they put on a huge show. I've always been unwilling to buy a ticket to go to a huge show because I don't like enough of the music. Yeah, of course. And I don't want to be that guy who goes for the theatre performance. Do you know what I mean? No, of course. I want to go because I like the music and then get a show as well. Mm -hmm. Not go for a show while secretly going, oh, fucking song sucks. Yeah, (laughs) that's not what the fan I want to be. So, you know, if they were there, I mean, they're headliners. We're going to be watching the headliners anyway. Yeah, I'd definitely go and catch it. I would. I don't know if... I could be wrong on this. I kind of get the impression that Ramstein would be an expensive booking. Yeah. Like, very expensive. I think so, too, yeah. I think so. And they've he- they headline download, which kind of gives yeah. you where... Uh, I, I, I am aware. It was one that was just like, huh, yeah. what if, more than anything else? I mean, if Bloodstock did do that, I think it would be an amazing get for them. I do think that. Yeah. I think a lot of people would be very, very happy. However, just like if they booked Parkway Drive and things like that, you would do look at the headliners then and start thinking like, is this a mini download? Yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? It's like, Rams. The problem is they're too big to be it. That's the thing with Ramstein. The Count Royal for me is almost like they're too big to be, um, have them as the Sabaton sort of band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just too big for it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's the counter argument. I don't think that Bloodstock would, could afford them. I agree. Ramstein wouldn't necessarily want to play it. I agree. I see no reason why Ramstein would want to play uh, um, at all, but also yeah. it's something is that I think they're probably unaffordable. I'm sure yeah. Bloodstock would love it. Love I mean, to you'd get be them. More, you're more likely to see Ramstein headlining Hellfest, yeah. Wacken, something like that. Uh, yeah. To, to be honest, Glastonbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you're never yeah, laughing, but you never know. No. Um, it's oh. back next year. Yeah. Oh, right, you got one more? Uh, no, I've got two, and I. Oh, I've got one more. How yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, so my next one. When I say this, I already know that, like, in my head, it's probably not going to happen, but I, I'd be quite happy to have Eson uh, solo stuff. Oh, Emperor. right. Now we know that Bloodstock and Emperor have a long-standing relationship, yep. and they can't have Emperor because Emperor played last year. Yep. So you get Eson. So get Eson. <laughs> Job done. Yeah. It don't matter. He, he, like I said before, he can come and just stand there and stare at the crowd. He'll still draw a crowd. <laughs> He'll still draw a crowd. And the one thing you guarantee that when you say the word Eson or Emperor is that nobody bitches and moans. No. It's that, that's like a guarantee. It's like, yeah. hey, oh, by the way, Eson's going to headline. Yep, that's fine. It's okay. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> we, don't, we don't shout at him. Um, I, I, his solo stuff's probably... It's weird because he is personally, but his solo stuff's probably... And that's the counter argument. He's probably not big enough to headline. That's ultimately it. That's um, ultimately it. Even though yeah. he's got more albums, like 13 albums solo, compared to the three Emperor. Three, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, ultimately, yeah, yeah. Emperor's the draw. Yeah. Ison is part of that draw. Yeah. But yeah. He, I, like, he'd do great in there. He'd, he'd do great on the stage, but... I don't, yeah, do you know, like, a, 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 what I was hoping originally, and I, and I knew it would probably never happen, I, like, you know, the Thursday Night Headliner or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, where everyone's dedicated to him on the stage, something like that. That'd be great. But he could only ever be... The thing is, if he's going to be at a festival, it's unlikely, I think, that you're going to find him anywhere low down on the bill mm. because of who he is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Metal. So... You know what festival's gonna book his solo stuff to headline? Mm. But then if you're gonna to say to him, "Oh, we'd like you to come and play at twelve o'clock on the Sophie stage," mm. it's unlikely to, you know, I mean that he's gonna be like, "Yeah, okay, I'm there." Yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh, my last one is basically the one that has been banded around the most, even though it has recently been denied by the Booker of Bloodstock. I'm going to still oh. pull the name out because it's, to be honest, um, there's no reason why she had to be honest on Twitter. Who needs to be? But also, um. It's the most obvious one, and it's Slayer. And it's simply put, the the timing of the upcoming announcement, their tour in the UK is done. Um, it's the yeah. final of a Slayer. It's a Saturday night. It all just kind of makes sense, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's exactly the band that with the other headliners that you would expect. Yeah, 
you know everything I genuinely until I saw that tweet nobody could have convinced me anyone else other than Slayer were going to be announced absolutely nobody could have convinced me I saw the tweet so I thought oh shit that's throwing me yeah like, that proper throw me you're absolutely right she doesn't have to be being honest yep um I think she is though uh, I suspect so yeah because I think a lot of people would be pissed if um she comes out and uh sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> calling me this time of night on a plus three free number oh wow yeah so um I think oh, a lot of people would be pissed off if they, she goes, ha, not really, it's Slayer. The counter-argument is simply put the denial of it being Slayer on Twitter, ultimately, yeah, you yeah. know? Because um, that's, yeah, you're right. While you don't have to be honest, it wouldn't look great. Nah. Unless, you, you know, she, and it could happen. She comes out and says, look, I had no choice but to say that because we couldn't announce yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah know, so I, had go, to, okay. I had to dispute it because everybody was saying it was happening and they were, you know, so I had to dispute it. I, um, I don't... I'm, uh, I, I still, I'm still of the, of the same feeling of like I, I hope it's not. Yep. However, over some bands that they could book, I'll take them over some bands, but I hope it's not. It's 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 simple as that. I prefer it not to be, but if it's Slayer, I'll go fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. No worries. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, this is my stretching one. Really? Although you're looking back at them now, and thinking, dark well, tranquility. Fucking well, I don't think that's a stretch. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. Is. <laughs> Parkway, <laughs> maybe. As well. Yeah, go on. All right, Machine Head. Ah, oh, okay. Right now, there is. My only this little is thinking on this <laughs> is we know that Machine Head don't do festivals. Yep. We also know that in about two months' time, mm. the current lineup of Machine Head splits. Yep. So by the time the summer comes around, there'll be a new Machine Head lineup attempting to market and get good press around themselves. Right. Uh, whether or not that will see a change in the band of, do you know what? We're going to get out there and do a couple of festivals. So there you go. The, my, my, the counter argument to it is it's not going to happen <laughs> that's pretty much it but I actually in my head I've convinced myself that's a real possibility it is a I mean you explain it so coherently that it is a possibility however my counter argument for that is I suspect the festival no festival decision was made by the general himself yes but I'm, but he is also a businessman and we know that mm. from, you know he does he's not going to be a fool and think that Take two members away, put two in, and everything carries on the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's impossible. He's not an idiot. Yeah. He may be a lot of things for a lot of people, but I know he's not a fool. I want to be approaching Machine will, Head cautiously. There'll be a couple of years, whatever it will be, yep. where Machine Head almost have to remarket, rebrand a little bit, get back out there. Whether that sees them expand into doing, let's do a few festivals, you know, with the new lineup, playing the old material. If I was in the band, I think that's a good marketing move. I think that it's, gets people going, oh, sweet, Machine Head, they're still Machine Head. I think it's a solid argument for the, it. The, the biggest counter to it, I think, is the timing. Yeah. I think if they, are, if they do announce the headline at any point before the Machine Head tour ends, then they would never have got to that point of making that decision yet. No. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's the biggest That's, problem yeah. with it. Yeah. All right, yeah. So if you've got uh, one yourself and you managed to get it before, if, well, we're presuming this November 20th is actually going to be a uh, headliner um, but if it's not we've got even longer to dispute and debate and probably one of the things I, I, I'd advise people to do is lower your expectations it'd be great if it's someone you want but lower expectations because of the fact there's so much build around it now and everyone wants to know I suspect it's just going to end up with disappointment for most yeah you know yeah. build things up too much yeah so is everyone's got their own favourite band yeah that's yeah. what it is you can't please everybody and there are going to be a lot of people that aren't pleased no matter what gets announced but something we are pleased about is this next song. 
I am wicked at segways. I'm better at this. In the frozen part of Europe's northernmost realm. Oh, let me, before I continue, I'm interested to read this because Brennan's ears are going to perk up. A new slithering seed is festering at the heart of the Swedish sea, known as Night Crowned. Oh, Say Swedish already. I'm yep. interested. A spawn formed from the unholy communion between the current and previous members of the underground elite, such as the Crowned, Dark Funeral, Night Rage, and Cypher System. Disinfestation, you're nodding. Disinfestation is set to grow from a rumoured disease in a full-scale pandemic. Humanity Will Echo Out is the first taste of Night Crowned Sonic Benefaction. This three-track EP will be out on CD and in digital format through Black Lion Records on November 30th, 2018. This is No Room for Hope off the mini-album. Enjoy. Oh! 
So what did you? What, what? What? When I said those names, like instantly, I I knew Night Rage and Cipher System. Night Rage Cipher System, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Well, Cipher System, it's a bit of a difficult one because I became a fan of maybe two or three of their albums, and they ain't made a peep since. Since yeah, it was years ago you reviewed that yeah. album. Yeah. And I haven't unless shit's coming out in the underground that I'm missing, but I look for their stuff. Yeah. And as, as you know, as far as I'm aware, the band isn't active, so I guess I cursed them with that review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but but I really I remember listening to that. I think it was Communicate the Storms. It might have been a single on it, or it might be the name of the album. Oh, I um, remember. And then the- from that, I listened back to a few others, Central Tunnel Eight, and a few other. You know, there's some really, really I really enjoyed them. And then it's one of those disappointments where you like you get into a band, and got a bit nothing. of a back catalogue, then eight years later like there's not been a single you stopped dead yeah you know so that was kind of unfortunate whereas Night Rage is still very active recording at the moment actually for a new album and I think they're fantastic I'm a huge fan of Night Rage I think it's great yeah yeah and great band good good solid metal yeah and you can like we even we even got an interview with Mario um, on the site as well so make sure you check that out right uh, live shows out and about doing our thing going to see the music in the underground and all the other stuff (laughs) I've been busy you've been busy yeah I haven't I've been to one yeah but that one I was at as well yeah. we're, we're going to leave that to the end because that's just going to be me bouncing up on the fucking couch over and over again I'll, I'll just run through some of the ones I've been and why, why they were great so I went to see um, Oms and Boss Keloid at the Boston Music Room and there was actually more bands it was more of a, an evening or dare as it were it started at like five and so on Yeah. but you know Sunday night as well can't get there for that so got there for Boss well thought I was going to miss the opening of Boss Keloid um, came in they were still sound checking on stage uh, that took about like, 15 minutes um, I had the stage times beforehand and if, if there was an overrun like, it seemed like there was a bit of an overrun because even during Boss Keloid, Keloid set at the very end he was like the sound guy have we got time for one more and the sound guy was like um, well must have said to him like a short one because he was like alright a short one we, you know, don't we really do fucking short you know <laughs> um, but yeah Boss Keloid were great um, and Oms uh, Oms just <sighs> Uh, so it's these are both bands that are so hard to describe to people. It's like such a combination of progressive and give it a sludge in there, you get a bit of doom sometimes. It's um they're both interest really interesting bands. Both released great albums this year. Um what's call it? Uh Busculos was melted on the inch earlier in the year and Oms is Exist Exist, which is just out in the last week or two. Uh yeah, so and Oms, like I said, it was really funny because it felt really short. And it was suddenly goes, oh, uh, like, this is our last song. I was like, man, that's really fucking short. Just happened to be the last song was like 23 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was cool as well. Like, the vocal, like these small shows, the vocalist is the one that was buying the merch. Yeah. Uh, selling the merch. Um, you know, so I bought a t-shirt and rounded off it like, I rounded off like two patches for 20 pound. I had a 20 pound note on me. And he was like, oh, thank you so much. Shook my yeah. hand and stuff like that, you know. Felt like, it's funny because like, basically, I don't, I, I've done a lot with Oms recently, album reviews, single reviews, and an interview, particularly with the front man as well. We did a horror-specific interview, a written one, and I remember sort of thinking, should I, like, it's just not me. Like, I, I want, like should I have been like, hey, man, we did a horror interview uh, a couple of weeks back. But it's just not me. I never, that guy, like, I'm just like, it's cool, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah, we're not good at that stuff. No. We, we won't need to get better at it. We, we do. Just, just give him a card. Just say, hey, it was cool to talk and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, because it was. It was. I got like an interview request, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll do an interview with Oms." I was like, "Oh, um, 
you know, he's uh, really keen to do something with horror because he's a huge horror fan. I was like, okay, cool. So he's checked out the site yeah. and gone, oh yeah, you know what? I don't really want to just talk about the album. I've done a million of them maybe in the last week. Let me yeah. talk. And it was like, that was fun for me because I was like, right, the guy says he knows his horror. How can I really, like, without going, what's your favorite horror movie? Yeah. What can I really what's get your talking about? Horror villain. Yeah, you know, stuff Freddy like or that. Jason. Yeah. Um, so it was fun for me as well. Um, also was fun was uh, Shining at the Underworld, a Norwegian. Um, band um i went oh so fucking stupid in this one so my only like knowledge of them was the new album animal and i thought i'd looked into them but i think i must be getting confused with another band i know there's another shining which is more like depressive um black metal i wasn't getting they're totally different bands but i was i didn't realize they had such a huge back catalog because like, right. a lot of this, this this show i was generally like don't really recognize this and I was a bit disappointed that they didn't play more of the new album even though it was great and he's very talented the front man i can't remember his name like you know saxophone you know, a sex fun at a rock hall, uh, yeah. show is always fun. Um, um, it was just—it's it, just a pity the underworld was a—it was a quarter full, a quarter full. You know, um, yeah. Then this is totally not rock and metal, but I wanted to mention it. But I went to uh, just because it's such a—it's—I went to see video games live at the Round oh, right. House. Um, which, if you don't know, this is the project of Tommy Tallarico, a video game composer. He's a big name, like you know, when he says he's a video game composer, he's a big name and like involved in things like Earthworm Jim and all that. In fact, he's the guy creating the new Intellivision console that's uh, coming out. And I've been to see this before at Hammersville Apollo many years before. It's basically um, a video game music played live with an orchestra. He has a guitar um, and things like that. So um, went to the Roundhouse uh, for this one. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's particularly it's a lot of fun. They're a lot of I fun. I can imagine it's a lot of fun if you. If you know the tunes and you're like, oh, shit, there's this song from Pokemon or um, whatever. Do you know what I mean? If you're, if you're not that big on the video games and you don't know the tracks on that, I'm not sure it would be so much fun. It, a lot of the time, I there would be songs I don't know and all that, but like, um, there's one they kind of play regularly and I've heard them do it twice now and they played at Van House and it's, um, it's oh, I think it's like, un, and live it's unbelievable, which is the Metal Gear Solid uh, two Sons of Liberty, the sort of intro music. You know the one. If you know it, you, you've probably already got in your head. It's that bombastic piece leading to the big reveal that it's Snake underneath the fucking outfit after he jumps off the bridge. Unbelievable! And like for extra fun, you know, there's a short video on YouTube on our YouTube channel. Um, they had the original Pokemon singer come out and do the song for Pokemon, the theme song. You know, which is just. I ain't even a Pokemon fan, but it's just fucking cool. <laughs> it's just cool. Weird shit, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I also went to see Lesson Jake and Real Big Fish at the forum. Um, probably the last time I'm ever going to see either band at anything but a festival. Um, there's a reason for this, and it's going to sound like really, really bit like just like oh, grow up, Cole. <laughs> but so here's the thing: is um, I'm a, I'm a big Lesson Jake fan. It connects me and my son. It was his first ever gig was Lesson Jake, Real Big Fish, and so on. And the forum, I was kind of like, oh, and then I heard it was sold out, and was like, oh, and holy fucking shit. It was, I don't know what the fuck was going on in that place if they oversold it. Right. Because I walked in and was like, like Zebra Head, Zebra Head was still on. And I was like, this is fucking mental. The bar was, both bars were eight people deep. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like, I ain't gonna get a drink. You can't yeah. move and stuff like that. Um, thankfully, what appeared to happen was because of the night, it was Halloween night, that people, a lot of people. So one of the things I didn't like was this crowd was not what I would call a very nice crowd. Um, it was filled with people who generally seemed to think it was okay to just walk into you, to get past you and things like that. 
things that I just think don't need to be done. Particularly, you know, I'm not, you're not talking to Peter. We're talking about at this point, standing exactly at the back. Because we're like, well, we'll just watch Real Big Fish from here. Because I'm not a fan of Real Big Fish. A couple of songs, fun stuff. You know, the fact they opened with their cover, yeah. uh, Take On Me, kind of says to me, you know, and people going nuts for it and stuff like that. Um, and then it was like, well, hopefully if it moves around a bit, we'll get a bit close for less than Jake. Um, um, and after Real Big Fish, it emptied. Like I'd say a quarter of those people left, which made me think, oh, you just wanted to come out and party like the old days and do this and arms up and legs up. And then you were like, no, we want to go out now, proper out to London clubbing. It's Halloween night and stuff like that. And Lesson Jake was fucking great. We, it was like we were able to walk around. I was able to get drinks when I wanted. We even got a decent position, like really good view um, and stuff like that. Although, fuck that woman. So I don't normally react to people pushing me or whatever. But some woman, and I wasn't, there, was, there was a clear path to walk and stuff like that, walked up to me and pushed me in the chest. Pushed me in the chest. So I knocked her hand off me and I said to her, she turned to me like, huh? And I said, don't you fucking push me. Like, loud enough she heard, don't you push me. She's like, oh, sorry. And like, there was, I can't tell you enough people, there was no reason to do it. Nothing at all. I would, I make sure I'm not in the way of people because I don't like particularly constantly getting moved and pushed and shoved. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's like, wow, you thought that was okay. But the other thing that really pissed me off as well is that part of this crowd, it was like going back in time. I never saw more beer fly through the air than at this show. And we briefly stood behind a couple where this he, he this guy egged her on. She threw it into the pit, half a cup of beer, turned to him and he's high-fiving her, hugging her. And I'm looking at them, I'm thinking, you dicks. <laughs> like, you dicks. Like, what a dick thing to do. But all of those silly complaints aside, Lesson Jake were amazing. They were great. I didn't love the fact it was a co-headline tour, so they only played an hour. Uh, Lesson Jake are always great. Um, and I, I'll always love them. They're basically my go-to ska band. I'm not a huge fan of ska music overall, particularly the older I get, the less interested I am. But Lesson Jake have a lot of nostalgia value for me and stuff like that. And even the newer stuff is is can be pretty solid um, and stuff like that. Uh, so great fun on that front. But... The crowd they attracted afterwards, I went, you know what, man? Don't know if I'll go see them live anymore. Just wait till they're at festivals. Yeah, I've been telling you for years, this shit. <laughs> been telling you. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And then there was just one more, which I've been talking for. Oh, I'm getting a dry throat. That's so bad. I'm <laughs> talking. That we were both at, so um, Brendan can really say about it. Uh, where were we? The Electoral Works. Works. That's it. So, not a place I've ever been before to mm. see Ghost Bath headline, uh, supported by Mole. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great to be honest with you. Um, I went there to see Ghost Bath, and 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 to see Mold to a degree. But you know, my my main reason for going was Ghost Bath. Ghost Bath. Yeah. Um, but probably came out thinking that Mole put on the better show. Mm -hmm. Not that Ghost Bath did anything particularly wrong, but just that Mold. It was, was just like really close. Yeah, they, were yeah. Really, they were both very very good. Really really good. Um, very very small venue, nowhere near sold out. No, <laughs> for a very small venue. I know that you'd mentioned in a previous podcast, I believe, about the, the um, venue moves. Yeah, um, it basically shrunk and shrunk and shrunk, and you could see why when you were there. And mm. there was like, what do you reckon, thirty people, maybe pushing thirty. I don't yeah. think there was much more than that. I'd say max fifty, max. Yeah, that'd be that, and that's hard to know who was just crew or yeah, you know, people taking pictures and stuff. Yeah, like that. but. All those things aside, and the shit beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking five, yeah. Five pound cans of Carlsberg and whatnot. Uh, 
I don't hate that. <clears throat> I don't know what it is about, you know. Drinking out of a can. That's what it used to be, isn't it? It used to be um, Red Stripe and yep. whatever else in a can, you know. But connoisseurs now, we're older. We like a, a selection of beers and, and, and whatnot. Absolutely. But on the band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I ran were fantastic. Yeah. Musically tight. They had a tiny little stage to get on. And the singer seemed to take advantage of the fact that he couldn't really fit on there. So he spent a lot of time not on there. Yep. <laughs> Including a personal headbanging performance for... For one, for me, one and only Carl, which was brilliant, <laughs> but I know that if I'd have been in that position, I would have been like, "All I want to do is walk away right now because this is fucking uncomfortable." However, you can't. No, you know. Whereas he, he literally—I mean, what was he? He's less than a foot away from me, wasn't he? Oh yeah, um, less than that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like up against you, just basically just headbanging. Because what and it not was for a minute, not for like five seconds. It was long. Like, it was a couple of minutes. Enough for track. Enough. Where I started to feel awkward and didn't know what yeah. to do. So what happened is he jumped down and this crowd split. And I was the one standing yeah, right center, that's there. Thing. Yeah, so they all split. Leave. It was like a beautiful scene from a movie, <laughs> yeah. you know, where like a man's looking for the woman that he loves and he can't see her because of the crowd and she's leaving. And then the crowd splits and he sees her in the distance. And yep. I can imagine that's what he saw with you, just his shining beacon and was like, I'll go and headbang to him. Uh, so but he was stood- brilliant, man. His voice is like unreal. In- unreal, isn't it? Um, really, really powerful, man. But not just him, it, the whole band. Everything's tight as fuck. They sounded like immaculate to that album. Uh, like really, really immaculate. You know, you wouldn't, you couldn't fault it. I, it, you know, if it was a mall show alone, it's a ten out of ten performance from mall. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you gave it a ten out of ten. Yeah. You could just couldn't fault it. I, I think, I got the feeling from the surge of people towards their merch, uh, the general kind of buzz in there that anyone who was in there, whether it was see Ghostbusters, see them, was just blown away. Yeah. Them, you know, which is fantastic, and it's such a shame that they couldn't sell enough tickets to show that show to a thousand people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a shame, not just for them, but for the fans who didn't buy a ticket and get to see it. Yep. Because you've kind of, I think you might have actually said it. Um, it's probably one of the performances of the year. Yes. To be honest, from a band. Yeah. And that's just on Mole. Ghost Bar were, I didn't think they were as good, uh, personally, but the difference was marginal. Yeah. I think they were musically brilliant, vocally brilliant. I think the thing that Ghost Bar lacked, and I know it's part of their style, is any kind of charisma or character or anything like that. Yeah. So whereas we're talking about Mole and the front man being down there engaging, he nearly took the head off about 10 people with that <laughs> mic, fucking stand. mic stand. So, I mean, we're all so close and everyone's crammed in there and he just spin around and you see people go, whoop, duck, <laughs> again as it goes over the crowd. Whereas Ghost Bars, are, they're a different kettle of fish, aren't they? They come on very, very silent. They play their music. Yep. They do a fantastic job of it and then they leave. Yep. You know, and it's kind of like, okay, it's a little bit, I don't know what, like mystical and mythical and a bit odd and it's their image, you know? Yeah. But it also is a little strange. I did find it a little strange that it wasn't that they didn't say much at all through the show. It was more in the speed that that front man got off that stage. Like he sprinted. Yep. He was gone. Literally like, you know, the band was still putting their guitars down. Yeah, that's right. He'd left. And we were, I think... Because it ended so abruptly without even a just uh, a, a, a mumbled kind of thing. Thank you. You know, we every, we stood there and a lot of other people did going, well, they're early. Yeah. So they've shot off because that's where they've got to go and they'll be back out in a minute for an encore. And then I think maybe a minute passed and the lights came on. Someone like, said, oh, I think shit. someone said yeah, on that's stage right, yeah. as well. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that, that's, that's it. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed Ghost Bath Music. I thought they were fantastic. Um, really, really good. But I did find that ending a little odd. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, but yeah, as a show, 
like what what probably struggled to find better value for money to be honest with you yeah what, they were 15 quid a ticket was 13, it? 13 quid 50, a ticket yeah you know uh to see two really strong bands anyway but like just be immaculate like, it, it, it wasn't that they did something that I wasn't aware of because they didn't they played the music that they play on the record yeah. but it was just so immaculate you know there wasn't really anything different it was just like it was like you know listening to the record but yeah. in a live environment a little bit louder you know with a bit more energy and charisma and all that but yeah, yeah. I mean um, I'm not even going to say anything add to it I echo exactly what Brendan said he, he literally nailed uh, exactly what it was well, like that's what I'm here for yeah nailing shit right <laughs> <laughs> Can't use that word. <laughs> Which what nailing? Hmm? Nailing. Yeah, nailing. Like nail. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna guess. Uh, we're getting near to the end now, folks. We've got a few more things to go through. But uh, anything particularly you want to talk about from the site that we've been uh, reviewing or you've noticed and thought worth talking about? Uh, nah, we don't really do anything worth talking about. No, I mean like <laughs> album-wise. Yeah. Um, I, uh, probably a little touch on the all that remains. Oh yeah, album which I reviewed. Um, only last couple of days ago. I think it only came out this week. Yep. But I guess it was quite an important album because it's the last record to feature uh, Ollie Herbert. That's right, isn't it? That's I right, yeah. name wrong. No, it is, and yeah. Whenever, when I was writing the review, because of the bloody name, I kept accidentally typing Sykes every time. Oh, Ollie Sykes, Ollie, yeah. Not thinking, you write Sykes. And he was like, no, <laughs> go back. Um, it's quite a strange way to listen to an album because... While a lot of metal albums are dedicated to a past friend, family member, band member, mm-hmm. this one isn't because he's on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, like say, the Architects album or something like that, which is guy passed away. They've now recorded a new album, and therefore it's dedicated to him. And there's a lot about him. Yeah, there isn't anything about him because it's he was very on it, strange yeah. because he was on it. They've recorded it. Um, you know, there was no. You know, he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't sick per se. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't like they knew about it and they were writing about it. So it's quite strange to listen to it because it's just an album. Mm. But you also know that you're listening to the last time you'll ever listen to this guy playing like yeah. uh, uh, like recorded music. It's got a kind of weird, kind of morose undertone to it because of that. Yeah. And um, although I don't know, maybe it was planned. Maybe they knew that there were like uh, mental health issues, or, or I don't know. But a lot of it seems to focus on depression and things like that anyway which is great I've run out you know um, a lot of bands these days seem to be touching on mental health more and more yeah which I think is fantastic because uh, it's obviously something that you want to keep out there in, in, in the public eye so that people talk about it and yeah. then that's how people get helped you know so it's great that they did that but then I guess it becomes more poignant that they did that and then not long after recording that record um, obviously the guitarist passed away you know and now it's out so yeah yeah I've it's a good album. It's the important thing. I tried to review it musically, uh, which was difficult to do because what you don't want to do, and it was I did I, I think I probably even wrote in my review is it's difficult to write this review because the yeah. last thing I want to do is write this, and give it a glowing review because the guitarist passed away. Yep, yep. Or but I also don't want to listen to it and hate it and then, you know I don't want to have to write that this is shit. Yeah. The last thing that this guy's a did is fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to be that the guy writing it, and that was, and I actually I remember going into review deciding that if I really dislike this album, I'm, not, not, gonna, I'm not gonna review it. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it. 
But I liked it enough that I felt it was worth reviewing. There were songs on there that I didn't think were very good. Mm-hmm. It was very much a split down the middle. The band seemed to have a, a couple of tracks where they kind of go ballads, and then a couple of tracks where they go full on kind of metalcore, quite heavy, lots of riff, you know. And those songs are brilliant. And when they went ballad, it was really very. It was just this. What what is special about this song? You know what I mean? It was like that. It was like okay, you did a ballad. Well done. Yep. You know, and then another one a couple of tracks later there was nothing about the ballad that stood out in any way yeah whatsoever. yeah just you know, even the fact that to a lot of people it might be a big thing but on one of the songs it features um, Danny Warsnop uh, from Ale- Asking Alexander oh of course yeah 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 and to me I was like so <laughs> <laughs> you know he's still just singing on a ballad with yeah, you. he yeah. hasn't done anything for the song and then the next track would come on and they've raised the tempo and it's all quite heavy and the vocals have gone back to rough and it's like it's a banging fucking tune this is do you know what I mean? So it split. It was right. split, but there was enough good there that I felt like all right writing about it. No, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that we're, we're going to talk about the same other one as well. Uh, I'd imagine you might have listened to it, but Architects' new album. Oh, I have listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't um, listened. I, I haven't listened to it like tons, but I've listened to it all the way through. Yeah. Um, I kind of find myself with it going back to the singles. Oh uh, yeah. Repeating the singles. I like the album. Yep. I think the singles are the best songs on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Doomsday is great, head and shoulders above anything yeah. else on the album. But I do like the singles as well on it. No, that's fair. I mean, I wrote the review for this site, and um, I was weird because um, I approached it similarly to where I was like, "Ah, oh, um, is uh, is it going to get a load of glowing reviews because it's so much a dedication to Tom Searle more than anything else?" Yeah. And is that fair? Now, it is. It is a good album. It's uh, actually a very good album. It's not a bad yeah. album in that sense. My sort of disputing point with it was more. Um, it's like not as accessible because it's uh, such a dark yeah. record. It's not accessible as the last one. Um, you got to abandon us, and there's no anthem, so to speak. Not like anthemic. Not stuff that we need. Basically, by the end of it, I was like, there was nothing. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go back and listen to that specific track because that one really caught my ears. If that made sense, you yeah. know. Um, I think that's that's the biggest fault I sort of found with it, which isn't necessarily like, fair, like like I said, a bad thing. It's the subject matter was dark. It was what it was. It was an important memory. He was a songwriter as well in that band. And that's one of the bigger things as well. Yep. Um, yeah, and that's, that's really just... Uh, I think it's like... I think years down the line, many years down the line, when Architects have another couple of albums, I'm not sure if this one will ever really get much of an airing beyond maybe Doomsday. Yeah. Because of the... Um, I think that's the one as well, the last song that Tom Searle had writing credits on. The, yeah, that was the one that was partially written. And that's then it right. Took yeah. the band a long time to bring themselves to finish it. Yeah, so I suspect that might be the only one. But it's also a catchy as fuck song. Oh yeah, yeah it's, thing, it's like, the it's best a, one. It's a bloody cracker tune. Yeah, yeah. Barbarian Hermit. I've had Solitude and the Savagery out. Um, it's amazing. Make sure you go check that out. These guys have really yeah. stepped up their game. Really stepped up the game. Um, they're gonna be. They're a great, powerful force in the UK. Um, I really hope they go into bigger and better things. They deserve it because the album's an absolute banger. Um, also, watch out for the beer, which I'm. If you're listening, you said you'd send me some, or you said you might, because <laughs> I said about it not being needs to be available in London. You got anything else? Um, I did a couple of singles. Anything interesting? Well, I I, I checked <laughs> out a single by Puppy. Oh right, yeah, okay. Purely because I've heard the name bounded around so much now, and I wanted to see what the fuss was about. Fair enough. And. Uh, while I, it was one of those where you can completely appreciate why this band are probably going to be fucking huge. Yeah. Um, in their hard rock environment. 
you know, they're a London-based band, a London-based trio, um, which is cool, local. Yep. Re- really great singer, really cool melodies and all that, but so far from my music <laughs> that, you know, it was like, okay, I, I can appreciate how talented you all are, but not for me. Not for you. You know? Um, and the other one, I guess we should probably talk on, since they're one of our favourite bands, is uh, While She Sleeps. Of course. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we haven't actually touched upon that, yeah. No, so obviously we've had the first single from the new album, which is, the album's called So What? Yeah. The single is called Something. God, what's the single title? That's a very good question. Fuck. I'm just trying to remember it, actually. Um, what did you think of it? Um, um, truthfully, I wasn't yeah. blown away. Yeah. It's as simple as that. I wasn't blown I away. I found it really odd. Um, I, I reviewed it and I didn't give it a glowing review. I like it. Antisocial. I, antisocial, that's it. I like it. Uh, and I like moments of it. But there are little moments in it that I really struggled with. Especially yeah. the first few times I listened to it. Now, the more I've listened to it, and I have listened to it a lot, well, reasonably, a reasonable amount, it does, I do find it grows on you, but yeah. it doesn't instantly catch you. I like the intro, for example, the, the little scratching guitar. Yep. Um, I really struggled, there's like, a, when it gets into the first verse, it does, it does like a little bit of singing, and then it stops and it goes into, dun, 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 like that. And I found that really odd, like, uh, to listen to it at first. It didn't, it wasn't that it was weird, the fact that they're stopping doing a line, little drum solo, doing a line, little something yeah. else. It just didn't seem to fit in the song. It felt like, what, like where did that come from? That's, yeah. that's really odd. <laughs> um, and I also didn't like the ending at first, which is kind of a bit rap. Yep. I really struggled didn't with like that, that the first couple of times. However, as I've listened to it more and more, and actually when you watch it, listen to it alongside watching a video, I find it, gro- it grows. It grows in you, okay. You know. Yeah, I've not given it loads and loads of plays. Yeah. It was one of those I listened to when it first came along, gave it a few more goes, and was like, I'll come back to this when there's uh, more more to come, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a few little weird moments in it lyrically as well. You know, while I completely agree with the statement, I find it very odd that the last line of that song is, thank fuck for headphones. Uh, I don't know why. I just find that odd that that's a line in the song. <laughs> it's very, very strange. Yeah, fair enough. I know I get the point of it, and I, and I agree, thank fuck for headphones. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I, mean? I get the point of it is about blocking out the outside world, but it just it comes across that in a strange way, at a strange time in song, as a strange line. <laughs> you know? Right, I think we've been talking at them for far too long now, so we're going to wrap this up, but we're, we're not done. We're not done. Don't be pressing stop just yet. Yes. The last thing we wanted to do before we play one final track is... Um, we want to do do this, I guess it's early, because not early, November. I kind of forget we're in the middle of fucking November. It's mm. going to be time for Albums of the Year articles soon. Yep. We want to do uh, pull 10 bands each of albums that we're interested, excited, looking forward to, whatever it might be for may next not, year. May not happen. Um, have you, no, got, have you got of, any stretches on it? I've got maybe one or two stretches. I've got one for sure, two, two maybe. Um, but one for sure, because they've basically disappeared off the face of the planet, um, which is annoying. But um, yeah. yeah, I'll start then. It's an easy one. They will have an album out next year. It's uh, Ramstein. Um, okay. It's been a damn long time. And um, they've always, they've always, well, yeah, they put quality out. Ramstein, yeah, going to be good. They are not on my list. I would be very surprised. <laughs> um, so I go for the legitimate ones. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, I, you know I'll roll with this stuff. Um I, I don't know when it's coming out. I know it's definitely coming out next year. Um, there's a new Megadeth album planned. Oh, I, I, I'm the nod about it, but I didn't put it. But yes, yes, there yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm well well game for that. Yeah, well, yeah. well game. Yeah, last 
other than Super Collider, the last couple of um, I and mean, Super Collider wasn't terrible, but the last couple of Megadeth album, thirteen and stuff like that, have been fucking yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. So it should be good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I suspect you have this one, but it's while she sleeps. So what? Uh, yep, I do have that. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 the only one. No, it's the second. I've only got two with actual titles. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, which um, is while she sleeps and another. I think that might be my only one with a title. <laughs> yeah. So we already. Oh, no, sorry, I've got two of the titles. That's oh, one good. Of them as well. There Excellent. You go. Um, and it's also even got a release date, which is what March first or March. Yeah, um, no, first. Um, yeah, whatever the date of the show is. That's right. Thirty first, yeah. isn't it? Last day of March. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, it's either the first or the thirty first. Can't quite remember which it is, but yeah. that's the um, the London show is the album release day. Yeah. Um, and yeah, of course I'm stoked for it. Um, yeah, it's it's while she sleeps. Yep. Big yeah. fans of the band. Exactly. What it yeah. Oh, I just realised I have got another stretch because my next one will be a fucking stretch. <laughs> Shit. Go on. Oh, yeah, because you, you watched yeah, yeah. as well. Um, all right, it's a stretch because who knows, but because they're playing next year and I'm expecting them to be announced for Bloodstock, Tourassass. I got them as well. <laughs> of course. I wrote Tourassass and then I wrote maybe with loads of docs after it. I just filled my mind with question marks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. No um, confidence in it whatsoever. There was a tweet by... Warlord? Warlord. Yeah. Oh god, a while back now, where he basically wrote the answer to three or four questions that he gets asked pretty much every day, and he wrote, "We still exist as a band. Yes, we are writing new music. No, I don't know when it's coming out." Okay. That's what. And this was this was a while back. Like you know, this is earlier in the year. But I remember seeing that, and I was like, "Oh, cool." So they are on it. That yes, we are writing a new album. No, I don't know when it's coming out. See, my, I have, a, I have a plotted plan for Tourassess so they get announced for Bloodstock say January January right. time just before the February shows in this country with um, uh, the co-headline tour with uh, Corpo Kalani yep. and then leading up to that show they release a single that's what you do before the show you know you've got these shows you're co-headlining and it's not nostalgia you know you've got a new single you announce the album and all that Le- the album gets released sometime in June leading up to Bloodstock there you go I've set it out for you it's easy just do that or Nothing. None of that happens. <laughs> yeah, they come and, out. They play. And next this next year, they release a remastered version of Battle Metal. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it could. That's the thing. It's impossible. We, we to just know no them. idea. Um, they are an active band, so that's a strange thing about it all. Yeah. And they still. They. It's not even just like planned next year. They have been doing festival dates this year. Yep. Um, previous years, we know they're still active. Just no idea why no albums come. Yeah, because next year it'll be six years. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, you yeah. might as well go, considering we had the same one anyway, but you might as well go next. Yeah, so I go next. Yeah. And there's no album title for this one yet, but cool. I know that we're getting a new Blind Guardian album this oh, year. Blind Guardian as well. Um, but an orchestral one. Yeah. Which I'm excited for. Oh, yeah. I know they have two albums planned, an orchestral one next year, and then in 2020, um, a standard Blind Guardian album. So, I, I don't know what, I don't know any more details on it than that. Okay. I'm kind of hoping... That this is like Blind Guardian with a full fucking orchestra, mm-hmm. you know, like an S and M sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Doing like a greatest hits, 10, 20 tracks of theirs, but with a full orchestra backing or something like that. Yeah, I think that'd be cool as fuck. Yeah. Um. All it is, all I know is that next year we're definitely getting a new Blind Guardian album, and it's got in brackets beside it orchestral. Yeah. And then in twenty twenty, a, a standard Blind Guardian album. Which uh, which way you say that will do? Uh, that's what I've got. I've got Blind Guardian as well. Yeah. You want to go again? Yeah, go on then. Um, new Night Rage. Oh, I'm right. always going to be on there. Yeah, I'm not going to knock on that one, thankfully. <laughs> um, definitely, it's 100% definitely happening next year. There's no name for it Any yet. writing as well, I, th- I think I saw. The writing? Like, writing one. Is he writing one? Is he writing? Yeah. They're, 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 I think they're... From what I gather, 
there's like they guitars are done vocals are done oh okay Do so you know what I mean? it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm expecting it in the first kind of quarter of next year right yeah. that's just me expecting it they haven't told me that <laughs> I'm expecting it at that point <laughs> yeah it needs to be in before April guys <laughs> it's definitely coming one way the other so that's cool I'm looking forward to checking that one out awesome um, alright one you definitely don't have but uh, Volbeat oh I got that Really? No. Oh, right, God, yeah. No. Yeah, Volby. Um, more than likely will have a new album out next year. Again, no word on that and so on. And But the fact that they're out and about all the time at the moment, um, it'll be about time as well. I'll be very interested in this one because um, I didn't love the last one um, and I thought it was potentially getting too samey. So I'll be interested to see what comes next. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Children of Bottom. No, nope, didn't put it. No, no, no. No, I'm quite. Uh, you know, I didn't love their last album, but no. I do like the band quite a bit. Um, we obviously know that they're out on tour next year, yeah. definitely because they're at Bloodstock. Um, I think it's March that's due to come out in. Okay. Or it's around then anyway. It's, it's definitely early part of the year. Yeah, because this is this is pretty much a dead cert one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's happening. Yeah. yeah oh, it's yeah. happening. But yeah, so yeah. It wouldn't have been in my top ten, but it'd be like my top twenty, that kind of thing, you know. Right, I have no clue if this is. <laughs> I have no clue if this next band are even doing anything, writing or anything like that. But they are at Bloodstock, so why the fuck not? Let's have a new Cradle of Filth album next year. Oh shit! Yeah, possible new Cradle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had like a reasoning behind it as well, so I, I did. I did a bit of research on it. Right, Cradle are erratic as fuck when they release their albums. Mm. However, their current lineup have released a new album every two years. Ah, right. That's what it's been. So. um Hammer the Witches. Was Hammer the, the Witches. Then two years until the most recent one. Hammer the Witches was the one before. Crypto. Cryptorania, the seductiveness of decay. D- yep. So two years, two years, and two years next, next year. year is a two-year mark. But it always seemed to be uh, the latter half of the year. When yeah, and there's other things with them as well because, like, you know, we know they're at Bloodstock, right? We know that Danny is currently on a bit of a marketing push, even to the point where he featured um, with Bring Me the Horizon yeah. on a song. So it might very well be that there is something happening in the Cradle camp. Interesting. Or possibly the Devilman camp. That's the only thing that you don't know. But he's been wearing his Cradle gear. He's been very much out and about in his Cradle gear. Yeah, so okay. Yeah, I'm fingers crossed for that. Um, I'd, be, I'd very much welcome that, to be honest. Yeah, because yeah. they've been consistently solid now for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've got yeah. a consistent lineup, which means that they've got creativity flowing, which is why you're getting an album every two years. There's no reason why that would have dried up all of a sudden. So, Cool. I'm pretty confident my next four have... We won't clash on. Right. You, you want to go? Um... I'm looking forward to checking out the new Sabaton album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, a lot to do with the fact that I'm going to see them at Bloodstock. I'm, I am a Sabaton fan. Yep. I ain't the world's biggest Sabaton fan. No, they've got so many records. Exactly. Um, but now that I know I'm going to see them, I'm more excited about checking out the new album because I want to I want to see what they're going to play. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? That's, that's a big part of it as well. So, yeah. Cool. Like that. Oh, I've got Devin Townsend. It's even got a title. It's called Empath. All right. Um, Devin, he, 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 he does... Great music, no matter yeah, what, really. Yeah, I mean, massively appreciate his haircut and all. <laughs> what Reps the ball, guys. But yeah, so <laughs> looking forward to that. has got a title. I think that's released around March as well. Um, in March, I mean. Yeah, he's doing a bit of run of acoustic shows that don't really do much for me, you know. Right. Um, yeah, oh yeah, I've seen this, yeah. yeah. And Evening uh, with kind that's of That's right, format, yeah. Isn't it? But um, it's not, not that big on those. But yeah, New Album, I'll definitely be watching that with a bated breath. I'm waiting for that with bated breath. Yeah. Um, although I'm massively unfamiliar with them musically purely because of who the, who's in the band I'm looking forward to checking out Demons and Wizards oh of course the album that's coming out yeah. I, I again I don't know if it's got a name I, I did look for it but I couldn't find a name and I, but I know it's definitely coming next year yeah um, I'm also hopeful that they might get announced for Bloodstock 
Mm. Um, a lot of that's to do with Hansi. Yeah, to be honest yeah. with you, that's the that's the major part of it for me. Yeah, that's but the draw. Any he's going to be on, I'm going to try and check out. You know, he's going to be singing on it. So yeah, it's got a great so, band yeah, name I'm, as well. I'm, I'm, I, you know, there's a little bit of a buzz about him at the moment. I, I, yeah, I just want to want to. Hear what the fuss is yeah, you want to get excited I mean, I get, about it. I want to get involved with that. I'm hoping I fucking love it. Yeah, because they're like going to be like a new band for me. They're playing whacking, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he, he's, he could, he's like, he's like a Esan to a degree, though, in Germany. Do you know what I mean? He could just stand on the stage and, and yeah, people would turn smile, up and look at him. wave. <laughs> cool. He does that, actually, usually, because he lets the crowd sing all his songs, doesn't he? Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my next one is uh, Mastodon. Uh, Mastodon could yeah. have a new album out next year. Um, seems like these shows they're doing at the beginning of this year might basically be it for like this album thing. So by the end of the year, they might have something new. And um, it's Mastodon. They've been doing consistently good music again. Yeah. No? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not massive on Mastodon. Fair enough. Um, they're okay. All right. I don't find them brilliant. I, I find them okay. I, I don't hate them. Just don't love them. Just don't. Just okay. Yeah. And I, I struggled with my 10th for a while. As in like, is this between, your last one? This is my last one. Right. Have your 10th one is, I've, I can sit on the corner of my eyes, the same as mine. I've got one no, no, more after that. Because I have an awe. Oh. And I, I, that's what I couldn't do in my head. I was, but I've made my mind up now. Right, okay. But I was like, which one am I more excited about? And uh, the truth of it is, is actually my, the one I'm going for is Soilworks right. album, Verkleiten. Um, I've been surprised. Been surprised if you chose the other one. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a single out, maybe two, uh, which I've reviewed, and they're really fucking good. Yeah. Really, really good. Much better than I was expecting them to be. I'm excited. I was more excited going into them because I know again they're at Bloodstock. Yeah. Um. So I wanted, you know, I was like, oh, please like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't be shit. And and I yeah, I thought they were great, absolutely great. So yeah, that's really raised like the excitement for an album I wasn't probably previously excited for, but now now having heard the singles, I'm like, yeah. Excellent. Well, my last one is the Or one, so we do it together, and it is Slipknot. All right. Because ultimately, it's a Slipknot record. Right. Um, what's it call it? Um, and why it'd be exciting to put? Slipknot yeah, on. yeah, yeah. No, I agree. With you. I, like, I did struggle. Like, I was like, oh, should I put them in there or should, should I not? And in the end, it was like it probably would have been eleventh on my list. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, like right so, close, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. But my last one is the one the stretch, the real stretch one, even compared to some of the others. And I know you'd want it as well. Here's the thing. Next year, let's have a new Faith No More record, mm. please. Um, Soul Invictus, what, 2013, I believe, yeah. um, was incredible. Incredible. Yeah, that'd be great. And they followed up with live shows. Fuck, you know what? I'll plot it out for you again, guys. <laughs> be the third. I know it won't happen, but be a blood headliner. I know a lot of people would, would say, well, it's just not a soft band, but I love Faith No More as a third headliner, happily. And plan a new album leading up to that because it's Faith No More yeah. and happily. Well, I would love that. Yeah, no, yeah. why not? Yeah, why not? Just not in March. It sounds like March is going to be busy for yeah. us. <laughs> right, um, well, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with this long one. We're going to wrap it up now with one last track. It's seven years after the release of the acclaimed second album, Fumius Non Sumius, Russian funeral doom band trio Komatos Vigil return with the awaited third album, Evangelia, Evangelium Nihal. The band I chose, chose different <laughs> ones. Choose, like easier to say ones man the band had been in slumber since 2016 AK IZR has reawakened the band under the name Comitos Vigil AK with the help of David Unsaved of Ayuni and John Devos of Mesmer I'm sure you're like listening people listening going I've heard these bands or know these bands and watching me butcher the fucking names <laughs> but anyway this is Evangelium Nihal the actual title track off this new album which isn't out until the 14th of December 2018 so enjoy and we'll see you next time
Царство небесное, царство небесное, царство небесное, царство небесное.